sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Okay, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple, the mattress that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through so you can sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply. What up, Duke? This is Anthony, and you're now listening to The Reality Is, where filtering becomes extinct. And if you're wondering why I said Duke is just one of the many words to use in replace of saying nigga if you're black and you're looking to take that out of your vocabulary. So and instead of saying nigga, you can say other stuff like Duke, my dude, my guy, fam, bruh, and all that other shit. Hell, you can give him a nickname or a term of endearment, if you will. On this week, we have another great episode for you where we put you up on some shit that you need to know. Like, don't ever let a white person address you by the name Monday. Some of you are wondering what the hell does that mean? You'll find out once you listen to the show. Before we get started, I wanted to give a shout out to Brian Fuller and David Salinas for joining me on this week's podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Robert Poe Photography, where they capture the moment in every smile. Robert Poe Photography provides services for every occasion from wedding to food photography, and they guarantee a quick turnaround on every session. So for more information, go to robertpoephotography.com. I literally just read all this shit like a script, and I feel like I read it like I was saying it right off the top of my dome. Gotta be talented to do that shit. Let's get to the show. I am your host, Anthony. And we gon' miss. AKA Rob Cole. AKA I'm in this bitch. But these are times we gotta live. UTA. But these are times we gotta live through. And I point live from the fuck. Got Brian Fuller back, the audio engineer. We got the homie David Salinas in here. What's good? And the sauce says buttermilk house and sauce, the sauce AKA says a ranch, aka ranch, buttermilk house sauce, no sauce, some other shit. The good thing about it is, at least they're, they're diversifying the ranch. To put aka on that shit. Everything is about diversity. We we want to try to get away from mass production. We need to in, individualize some of this shit. You high, bro? Like David sounds literally just like Andrew Schultz from the way he speaks and his dialect all the way down to his laugh. And uh, it's pretty I interesting. I guess you got to make me laugh for them to know that. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get some of that going in um, later once we start talking about shit like the guy in Florida who um, – Disemboweled his uh, girlfriend. Dis and did he like? Bro, please define yeah. that because what I just into what I heard when you said disemboweled is he cut her shit her out of her. No, I'm, I'm about to take. So he, basically, <laughs> stuck like, his hand up in that bitch. of her ass, bro. So basically, while they was fucking, you know, uh, he while they were having sex, you know what I'm saying? His girl called out her ex husband's name twice while they were fucking. Yep. She Mr. Must, Turner. Hey, she must be getting him some pussy or Mr. Turner. Only one of that shit. Hey. Go on, and put, go on and put the handcuffs on me, man. Yeah, I, hey, fuck this shit. I don't want no goddamn shit. Hey, fuck the dumb shit. Put the handcuffs they on me. drunk man. off tequila and shit. And when she fell asleep, like literally the report says he stuck a bottle in her ass. He stuck a hot comb in her pussy. And when she still didn't respond, he literally went elbow deep through her ass, bro, and pulled out her intestines and shit. And when they came in, it was like, well, you know, he had blood on his hand and he was outside smoking a cigarette. Well, I, yeah, I was about to say he so was just chilling. Dead, right? Huh? Yeah, she was dead. Yeah, she went she, to the bathroom, dead, threw yeah. up, and then she passed out. She passed out. And he thought he was just, she was just passed out. 
and then he started pack, panicking when he was outside or something like that, right? Yeah, and smoking then he a know cigarette. That's when he was like, "Oh With shit!" With a bunch of shit and blood on his hand. Yeah, Could. that was probably the stankiest fucking smoke he ever took in his life. Hot, <laughs> why would you stick a hot comb anywhere near a woman's? What would you do if, uh, if 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 the girl that you love called out somebody else's name twice? Fuck her harder and choke her till she damn near died, and let her know like, "Hey, say that shit again, and Go next time you're gonna die, okay?" That's like, <laughs> bro. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it for me, it's just it's totally different to even think about something like that because uh, you know what? If I'm being honest, I've done it. I've called out another girl's name while getting, you know, I, no, not I, not yeah. I, I can't say not that. In, not in my. Bro, he not, do that uh, shit to me. Hell <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, or> no. <laughs> but uh, trust me, you know it'll yeah, happen. But I, I've done it before to where like I was getting head from this girl and like I, yeah, I said my ex's name and she was like, what? And I was like, ah, I don't, I can't even remember how I played this shit <laughs> off, but I will say she continued to do Wait, what she was doing. He was Mike. You know what I'm saying? So she didn't mind that much. Yeah, and 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 right now, if you heard that real quick uh, thing in the background, sound like Lazalundo. That is because it was him. I don't know if any of you guys have watched um, Verses and Flow. It's season five right now, and it's beautiful. By the it, way, it is absolutely it is beautiful for black people, and it's for people. People, yeah, even more so. But I'm gonna say you. Now they people. did have a white dude on there last week when they did this one with Prentice Powell and Black Ice and uh, Chief. Like that white dude was like his his. It was corny, man. It was corny. The shit was fucking corny. The poem he did, and I was just like, poetry is not for everybody. But I know you know this. When I heard this one. The way they put it together with Prentice Pile and y'all motherfuckers didn't even come in here with headsets. You didn't say shit. Well, you know what? I didn't have headsets last time. See if they get it. She, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I forgot my radio show this morning, loud and clear, 10 a.m. on a high heart radio. Yeah, go ahead and put that out there, bro. I forgot my headphones for my own radio show. Then I get here and I'm like, damn, Anthony pulling our headphones. Yeah, you gotta have them, bitches, because you never know if somebody gonna call. And then you know when we do this shit, like when we play the stuff online, you can't hear it unless you have headphones. Yeah, you can't. Her stomach gonna be fucked key. up eating that. This nigga eating Bro. a chicken sandwich after eating a taco. Look, I don't eat Jack in the Crack normally. This is slop. Yeah. This is the epitome of slop in the heart. Like, shout out to Jack in the Box. Y'all make slop. It's not what we're supposed to be eating. But, <laughs> not but, at all. But I knew that me and Anthony was finna pop up this Jack Daniels number, yeah. old number, number seven, seven yeah. brand. It's about to go down. Oh, yeah, you need some. That's why I stopped at Taco Bell for myself. You know, I normally don't eat Taco Bell, but I had to grab a couple of Chalupas and uh, put them down the old stash. You prepare your stomach. You're going to be shitting like, in about right an hour and a half. Oh, you know I will that, right? be shitting. I got to go down to Fort Worth later on today. And I was like, like I will not be walking. Yeah, yeah I'm going to definitely take a crap before I leave this bitch. And that's for sure. I do not sure. like anything. I don't, I don't like fast food. Like, for the most the process part. Anyway. Yeah. I don't like it. Sure. But, but you know, that's the thing. Another thing, too, man. If you ever think about, like, black neighborhoods, that's all that's in that area is processed type foods. And it's yep. nothing good. Yep. It's nothing fucking good. And then we open up something that we say, oh, this is good. But it's and just as bad. It's just as bad. Just when as it bad. Health wise. Well, anyway. people don't really know, man. And I mean, a lot of the shit that we have, like black owned shit, it's not supported. Even if it is something good, it's not supported. Yeah, you can plug. Yeah, you can plug it in here. What? What? What's your mic say? On the top, it should say what? So here's a go there. Yeah, he can put it. Yeah, if that's Davis, put his right there. And then what's yours? What's Motherfucker, probably like, damn, they ain't even got that shit together. Apologies oh, for well. technical difficulties. Oh, we don't get it. But hey, hey, we getting shit together. Don't get it. It's a, it's a fucking podcast. This is not fucking uh, CBS News and all of that shit. You like, you can cuss. That's fucking trash. You can say cocksucker. Fuck you can shit, damn. Anything. Fuck, 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 fuck. fuck. <laughs>
Y'all motherfuckers cuss too much, man. And you saying that, and I never forget when I was doing UTA radio, we couldn't say nothing cuss wise on the radio. I couldn't even talk on my radio. I'm like, what the fuck? But when you came to my show, you was dropping them bitches, bro. Yeah. And I was like, Lance gonna be on your motherfucking ass. Lance can kiss my ass. I don't give a shit. If he's listening, Lance, I still want a good grade. Yeah. And I mean, shout out to Lance though, man. He did give us, uh, you know, give us the the. The foundation, the foundation yeah, an opportunity to you know to get our voices out there. Um, for people who do listen, I am black. If you can't tell, Brian is black. So am I. And David I'm not is black. Hispanic. But you know, everybody knows Hispanic. Do, they do black shit. Huh. Y'all motherfuckers like Jordans. I, I, what you got on your feet yeah, right now? Yeah. Some Jays. You know I'm what I'm saying? Jays I own, but yeah, <laughs> I wear these motherfuckers everywhere. <laughs> shit. So, like we were saying, I'm gonna play this. Um, what is it? Prentice Powell, Black Ice and Chief. What was the what was the um, content of the um, poem? It's, it it surrounds the Black Lives Matter and the hashtag. Um, I talked a little bit about this on my show. People that just want to share hashtags, but you don't actually want to take action. Yeah, you are part of our problem. Yeah. I just want y'all to know that. Like it, it's it's one thing that you know what I'm saying. Say I'm conscious. I'm aware of what's going on around me. But you're not completely conscious if you're not taking action. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's, you know what? I heard, um, I think it was Glasses Malone who said it, and he was saying that, uh, he said the problem with black people is that we want somebody to come fix our own fucking problems as opposed to getting out and fixing, our, you know, fixing them ourselves. Like, you want somebody to come into the black community and fix some shit that needs to be done that you can actually do on a, on a small or a macro level yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want your community to look better, get out there and get you a fucking lawnmower and mow some of the, you know, the yards. Pick up some of the or fucking trash. Nothing. For nothing. Just because you care. Because that's what the the, the people who are going to come in, yeah, I mean, honestly, it may seem like it's nothing, but it's coming out of your damn tax dollars. So you're still paying for that shit yeah. anyway. And they're not even coming. If you want nets on a basketball goal that's in your damn neighborhood, go buy some fucking nets and put some nets Hang up on, on that there. bitch. They, only, they cost less than $30. I think less than $20. But... Um, Go get you some fucking nets. If you want a neighborhood where people know everybody, then you be the one to walk around and and, and say, hey, my name is so-and-so and speak. You know, I know it's difficult because I know I was leaving my house the other day and I spoke to this guy and I waved my hand. He waved, but it was another guy as I went around the corner, I waved and he just looked at me like, what the fuck this nigga waved at? And I'm just like, well, fuck it then. Well, fuck, fuck you too. <laughs> in unison. <laughs> and with that being said, because this poem was done in unison, we're going to play uh, Princess Power, Black Ice, and uh, Chief. Uh, episode three, I'll just throw it out there, I think, of uh, Verses and Flow, season five. Here you go. Here's Michael Chief Peterson, Prentice Powell, and Black Ice. The hashtag says, Black Lives Matter. The toe tag says they don't. We've been labeled and tagged. They put bullet holes through the price tags on our lives because to them, we have no value. I mean, if we did, I wouldn't have to talk to my two sons about choices while they're still young enough to ride in car seats. Driving down the street, trying to explain why we seem to gain more of a voice once we've lost our heartbeat. So, so welcome, welcome to, to Black, Black Friday, Friday, where the best things in life are free except air. Nowadays, men are waiting to exhale, too. You know, the cops shot, I mean, strangle, I mean, shoot till we drop, then call for backup instead of an ambulance. There's an amber alert out for common sense and a bullseye is pressed on the backs of all black men. But you'd rather press the red dot in your phone and record the red dot aimed at his head instead of calling the Red Cross. Shout out to my man Cross-Eyed Red who was shot by the cops at the local Pound Burger. Ironically, the pound button was the last thing he pressed on his phone before being murdered. And as his bloodlines the streets, his bloodline is ceased, you use 
use your bloodline to tag your peeps in a video you posted to Facebook. But it won't matter because cops don't FaceTime. Hmm. So let's face facts. When it comes to blacks, too many are tagged by the trigger. Maybe more cops should be on Twitter since they love to follow. And retweet, I mean, rebeat, I mean, repeat. The plight of the black man, hashtag... Sean Bell. Hashtag... Oscar Grant. Hashtag Eric Gardner. Hashtag me, P.S. I can breathe. Hashtag Freddie Gray. Hashtag Amadou. Hashtag I'm not through. Julian Cardi. Notice he didn't get a hashtag, and he was a U.S. Army vet. But all he gets is an unsolved murder in my memories of identifying my brother's body as they unzipped that black bag in a casket draped in an American flag that they handed my mother before they lowered my brother in the ground. Pound. Rest, Rest in, in peace, peace bro. bro. Pound. Trayvon Martin. Pound. Mike Brown. Pound. Prince Jones. And I admit his name I had to Google on my phone because I've never claimed to be an activist or a revolutionary. It's just scary how social media tends to dictate this world's trending topics. So instead of immortalizing our deaths, I'm trying to immortalize my kids. That's why I post so many pics because nowadays it seems like our lives really don't have too much value unless you can get them to trend. So I find myself on Instagram scrolling down a little bit and I see a pic that says Black Lives Matter, but I can't help but reply. Hashtag since, since when? when? Since it won't matter a week later when some football player hits his wife on an elevator and now y'all have something new to post about. Uh. Domestic violence is nothing to joke about, but when the weight of the world is measured by the pound sign, we begin to wonder how many hashtags does it take to fill a coffin? Black lives only matter during Black History Month, but blacks become history so often we should dedicate a season. Spring showers leads to summer's flowers for the fallen, leaving our hearts as cold as the winter, leaving us as memories. And you will remember I me. I swear to God you will remember me. But before I become just another memory, hashtag remember, remember me. me. I feel like the only way you know we exist is because our lifelines get posted in your timelines. And because it gives you the option to share, you can act like you care. So tell me, do black lives really matter or will we continue to be considered as the country's cancer? Take a minute. Think about it. And then you can hashtag your answer. Hashtag motherfucker. Hashtag that shit, little bit. <laughs> no, <laughs> but nah, man. When I saw this for the first time, I was like, you know, that is true. Far as like the Black Lives Matter and 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 everything is pretty much ran through hashtags and and nah, and how to understand what we're trying to put out there. I'm good. I'm, I'm gonna give me some drink in just a second. But no, nah, that's good, bro. That's good. But the thing about it, I, I feel like with the reason people always be like, why do you talk about Black Lives Matter? Why not? You I can know, answer that question when you're done. But, uh, you know, the, the thing about it is that people say all lives matter. And you have, and I get it. All lives does matter. You know what I'm saying? I get that. But the point of the matter is it's taken away from what's happening. People are being killed in the streets, like black people, for no reason. And some people most may say, oh, well, they, they stepping outside the line or they're doing things that they shouldn't be doing. But that doesn't justify you being killed. And like I said, we do understand that all lives matter. But it's just like we said last week when it comes to like white privilege and, and like uh, affirmative action. And they say, well, why do Hispanics and why do blacks or minorities get these laws passed or these rules to where it helps them get ahead or be equal? And like I said, white people don't need that shit because you already have a privilege. There's this no is reason. a white man's world. You, it, it's no need to make laws for you guys because you already have advantages. You don't have to fear the police because they don't see you as an issue. As a threat. They all. see Hispanics and they see blacks and they see people like Ahmed as threats to society, so they fear it. But I feel like the Black Lives the the Black Lives Matter campaign I think is a great thing. Um, I also agree with Rich, Richard Sherman last week how he was saying that it's okay for the Black Lives Matter thing, and I'm paraphrasing it. He was basically saying he agrees with it. You know, it does mm -hmm. matter, but within the black community, it should matter as well. You know, when we're killing each other yeah. in the Hispanic community, it should matter when we're killing each other. But like I've always said too. The news has an agenda of what they're trying to put out. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, if I shot David, 
You won't hear about that nope. shit. If David shot me or if I kill Brian, you're not going to hear about it. It's not a good narrative for the news. But if, let me kill a white dude or a white dude kills me or a cop. You know what I'm saying? The narrative is better, which mm-hmm. the media is the cause in behind, to me, a lot of this shit that's going on in the world as far as racism. It, the pitting against each other because it's about ratings. It's about uh, propaganda. You know, and, and it's always been that way. Well, let's. And then, and I got an interesting stat to go with that. Uh, a friend of mine, Reggie Atatola, uh, one of my cohorts at UTA Radio, <laughs> say one of my cohorts for real. Uh, he 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 brought an interesting stat, stat to me. He tells me that ninety seven percent of all editors for newspapers and major um, editorials, media, or, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, are all Caucasian. Of course, you know what I'm saying. So the it uh, along with it being a problem for um. Um, along, along with the ratings, you know what I'm saying, boosting the ratings, the way that they write the stories, it what That's really what hurts us. Yeah. They'll put the words in there because of of how we consider ourselves. Like, let's talk about the word thug right quick, right? Yeah. Thug life comes from Tupac, the great, okay? He didn't create thug life, but he was the first person to diagnose it. Yeah. And as thug life applies to us, it applies to mostly black people, in, in our eyes anyway, like yeah. I'm saying. So what they do with thug life is they – they use the word thug because they've been taught that, hey, to get the black guys that are against the grain, they also consider themselves thugs as well. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, I'm not saying that a white kid that decides to trash something isn't a thug, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, as far as what the category that we put ourselves yeah. in, we live in, a, yeah, we live in these categories, and then we say, oh, I want to change it. And then I'm going to go and give you a little history lesson about a thug yeah. because not everybody knows what thug is. So for you guys that are out here praising, hey, I'm a thug, I'm going to tell you why, first off. Okay, there's this guy, uh, Kali. I believe Kali is a Hindi god, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they had statues in, anci- in the ancient world. They had statues of Kali in um, the, the, the temples, and they used to come in and give, everybody would come in and give offerings, like you do at church. Yeah. Ties and everything, except, you know, in temples, they just the jewels just stay there. Yeah. It's just a way of saying, thank you, take care of us, this is for you, right? Yeah. Well, thugs were actually the guys that would go and hide in the temples, and when people would go in to give their goods and their jewels to Kali to, to say thank you, these men would come out, or people, women, whatever, whatever have you, would come out and rob and kill these people. Basically, like pastors do today. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying. Hey. Hey, I mean, I'm just I mean, saying. Yeah. Hey. hey, you see what I'm saying? Except the difference is, is they pass in our collection plates, say, yeah. here, give it to me, and I'm going to take care of you, and they go by themselves a billion until yeah. you to keep me comfortable with that be. little Honda. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just know what a thug is, and, and it's not nothing to be glorified. Yeah. So if you're going to glorify the fact that you are a thug, and it's this thug life, you know, then you can't vilify other people for saying hey you consider yourself a thug and that's how i address you yeah i mean I, that kind of goes along with like when people say nigga 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 you know and I, I'm, I'm guilty of saying yeah. nigga all day all know? day but the thing about it is like if david walked in here and we chopping it up i'm like what's good my nigga or i try to say what's good bro you know like i think when i saw him today i was like what's good bro the thing about it is a nigga could, it could be anybody nigger and i know we always have the debates about the er and the a but like i was telling somebody the other day like if brian came in and he's like what's good bro what's good nigga? i'm like what's good bro and, and, and it is what it is. But if you was like, man, you, fuck you, you old bitch ass nigga. Now, if that's offensive to me, even yeah. whether you're white because or the, black. The bitch ass. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then there's the no ni- bitch assness yeah. over here. And then and the intent that you had behind saying the word nigga to me. Now, like I said, that doesn't, you know, justify it. But it's one of those things. I think Stephen Scott said it. He was like, I've, I mean, Stephen A. Smith said it. I've said, you know, he's like, I've said the word before. It's not that it's justified, but you grow up around it and you grow up hearing maybe uncles or people in your neighborhood saying the shit and you don't even think of it as oh this shit is negative you just think of it from a perspective of this is what we say this is what we do yeah. and now that now i try to replace that word with like i said bruh duke 
any my other dude, context, you know, yeah. any other country. family, yeah, bro, bro, to, yeah, to put it in there to make it different. You know what I'm saying? To 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 give it something. Uh, I mean, term of endearment. I was just about to say that I, I was trying to. I was gonna actually like kind of set it up to where it's like, well, you know, hey, it, ain't, it don't sound as like girly. Or <laughs> sentimental, but I mean, shit, it is what it is. It is. But that was my perspective of it. But I'll ask you, uh, David, um, being a non-black man, God damn, <laughs> <laughs> in America, but you are definitely a man of color. Yes, yeah. you are. You know what I'm saying? But like, when you hear people say "nigga," or do you even say "nigga" yourself when you're like speaking to other Hispanics? Because I've heard other Hispanics yeah. be like, "What's good, my nigga?" And it for me, it's like it doesn't bother me, but it's weird to hear like another race say it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I say it all the time. Like, think, yeah, I, I've I really heard you do. Say, I really yeah. do say it all the time, and like it's like you say, you you've heard it all your life. Yeah, like that's if you say nigger, then yes. Then I'm just saying a shit's about is, to get real. I'm if saying, I say that, that's for. <laughs> but I'm saying that's just for anyone. That's for anybody. Black though. man, say yeah. boy, sit your nigger ass down. Who the fuck? Are you? I'm black. This Uncle Ruckus ass nigga. Hell yeah, <laughs> nigga. Do you hate yourself? yourself bro? You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah, I, you know, and it would be if Christian was here, he would definitely be on that Uncle Uncle Ruckus spill because he always talking about Uncle Ruckus making jokes about it. But uh, I'm sorry, man. Finish what you're saying, David. I apologize, bro. I forgot what the hell I was gonna say. <laughs> no, but really, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I say it, and I, you, you forget yeah. where it comes from. To be honest with you, what are racial slurs that that can be called like a Hispanic can be called? I get called. I've been called a wetback. I've been called a beaner. Border hopper. It doesn't offend me to be honest with you because yeah. I don't know a fucking lick of Spanish. And you say I'm not a wetback bitch. I walked over here. Yeah, like, like I was just like, dude, I've been to Mexico like one time in my time, my entire life. Yeah. I mean, honest. I mean, you know me. I nothing really bothers me to yeah. be honest with you. So I mean, if your you choice got, to be ignorant, that's you your fucking. You gotta have tough skin in this world anyway. Though. Yeah. So like, nothing really bothers me. I mean, there is plenty of them out there, man. There really is. I mean, give a fuck. To be honest <laughs> with you. You wanna be a racist? Fuck you, nigga. Like, I mean, to me, to me, it's like, you can call me whatever the fuck you want, but I mean, I probably a little, not me in particular, but my people have done a little bit more than your people just coming to America yeah. for a better future while you're, yeah. you you got shit yeah. entitled to you just because you're white. Yeah. And you know, the funny thing about it was D.L. Hughley cracked a joke yesterday on Fox News uh, in the morning and he was saying, uh, you know, Fox Donald, News had a black dude on yeah, it? You know what? We're getting into, the, hey, and actually hey, I could jump I directly to that and tell you something too. But they, D.L. Hughley and Cedric Entertainer were there because they did a comedy show yeah. at the American Airlines, I think, yesterday. Last night, so yeah. he was on there, and he was like, um, you know, Donald Trump is doing all this shit, talking about building a wall to keep Mexicans out. You know, he cracked a joke, and he was like, you may want to have the Mexicans, before you kick them out, you may want to have them help you build that, build wall, that wall before you kick them out because the shit won't get done. It goes all to saying, like, the things that white people want, you know, not all white people, of course, but who gives a fuck? I don't have to. To, to decipher the two If you get offended Then you're that Motherfucking that's white you. person Yeah Fuck you, you nigga yeah, So <laughs> so it's one of them things Where it's like I feel like Hispanics do shit That none of us Are gonna do Not no. even fucking Black people And I think That's kind of Our downfall yeah, as well It is But it, it's no it, But it's like Underpaid like yeah. I see them doing some shit, and I'm like, I know this shit is like eight, nine dollars an hour, yeah. ten dollars an hour, twelve dollars an but hour. You but you do it because, it. yeah, because yeah. you need it, and and you do it because the cost that you, I mean, it's it's higher than what you're making in Mexico. Yeah. And then you know the thing that they're doing with them coming together as a family to live in the same house, get bills, and get cars paid off quicker. You know, like say for instance, if there's eight of them in a the house and they buy one car, they can if all of them are chipping in, yeah. that shit is over with in a year, maybe two years. Yeah. You get another car, and you actually have you own this shit. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to black. people people we want to go out and buy multiple fucking things or things that we can't fucking afford and we're trying to look a certain way to, to so people can look at us and say oh look what they got 
I went looking for a car. I bought me a new car like three weeks ago. Is that looking. the one with no license plate out there? Yeah, That's you? With I'm the rims? Like, yeah, and there's no rims on it. It came with that. It's a special edition. It came with oh. that. You know I, I don't you, buy like, rims. I will not something. buy rims. You know I don't buy you don't rims. You don't buy rims at all? No. Why? Bro. Is it because of like it's the too way black. it looks? Tires, oh, okay. look. I got no, a nice I'm just fucking car, with you. Well, I mean, you I'm see saying, my car. Yeah. My car looks like I like fucking sell cocaine or something. Yeah, you do. But Which I used to. Cadillac CT. I mean, that's a whole different story, but... Hey, bro, get your money out of here. Yeah, but but the white thing, people pay yeah. me. I don't give a fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole point. Speaking of white people, oh, yeah. they love they're, cocaine. They're, they're the they best customers, yeah, bro. They, they come back, but they're also the worst because they're the motherfuckers that call you at like five thirty in the morning. Yeah, like, they need that bitch. hit. No, they need that hit. But, anyway, but right. I mean, moving on. Let's not incriminate ourselves. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, shit. If it's a, if it's past a certain time, you know, shit Statue happens. Li- yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Statute limitation is going. We are none of us are doing any of that shit anymore. But that's another thing too. I like to keep it real and keep it honest because David, you graduated last year. Me and you were in school together, and you graduated, got your degree. Very, very smart dude. Congrats, One of the only motherfucking dudes I know that never fucking studied, but every time he took a test, he made at least a B. Every yeah, fucking every time. Coming Look. to class and paying attention, huh? Yeah. No, he didn't. I, I he do, didn't even I, do that yeah, shit. Yeah, I do a lot of, like, if I hear it, it's it's in there. That's Lori did, and Lori hates you for that. I met a couple people like that. I met like, a couple people. They just vocal learners. They can sit there and not take like a anything. single note. I can, if I see something, if I hear something, it just stores it sticks, in there. I don't yeah. know why. Now, but, put me in the classroom right now, I'll probably forget that shit. You should yeah. probably try the piano, bro. Nah. I'm just saying, if you got a, you know what I mean, if you got a knack for hearing shit and it working shit, you might be able to play the piano. Or David ain't playing no piano. I ain't playing no goddamn you piano. Fuck with no Hell no. With no. instruments. You don't None. play no instruments with you don't fuck with So you mean, so bro, if you sell dope, you gotta do music. It's, that, they now you're bringing up old shit right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're bringing up old shit. I'm just saying. <laughs> How but, many D-Boys you know that don't rap? Hey, it, most of Well, you know, a lot of them impersonate and say they did something that they didn't do. See, you just fucked it up because he was, like, <laughs> praising me over here. Yeah. And it's like, God, you want me to play this motherfucking piano? God <laughs> ah, damn. But, no, it's, it's for real, though. Like I said, man, it's just, it's just keeping it honest. Like, we've all, we all have a past and we all have a background. And we all come from somewhere. And as and, and, and far as, like, the drug selling, when people, a lot of people do it because they have to. You know, they need, they need income. Some people do it because they're greedy. You know, but going back to what you were saying about like far as the the rims, like I don't I don't pay for that shit. But yeah. I was I was saying telling the story at the beginning. I was talking about how blacks we try to you know impersonate being something that we're not. not. And I know when I went yeah. to the dealership and I was looking at cars and I was looking at this accurate this nice motherfucker the new Maximas. And, yeah. And I was oh, like, yeah. yeah. And that yeah. shit I, they was like forty five and fifty grand. And I was like, so how much would that be a month? And he was like, oh, it'd be like nine hundred a thousand dollars. And I'm like, for a fucking fuck Maxima, uh, yeah, bro. Bro, I just go buy Bitch, a house. You can drive a Bentley for that. Eleven hundred dollars a month to get yeah. you in a fucking Bentley. But the, I don't even want that kind of shit though. The whole point of about it is people do so much shit to 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 impress people, bro. Like you can live in a apart. You living in a, some people living in an apartment Driving and they got a and they you know what I'm saying. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I, I shut up because that's me right now. Nothing to say, but look, me in apartments, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna say my thing is I don't really want a house because I had one before. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of cutting grass and shit. Like, I don't like That's why you grass. call that's people like me. That's why I've been saying you call people I've been like doing that. it all my life. But I'm saying that's 20. And you pay me like in beer or something. That's 25. Hey, I'd pay you definitely. Yeah, but that's like, 25 more dollars hey, that man, you got to pay for pack. nothing, though. I got this 30 pack of Michelob Ultra. I'll Bro, be right over I there tomorrow pay, morning. If I could pay anybody a, two, a, a 12 pack or a 24 pack of drink, to cut my grass twice a month, bro. Call me. Contact let's me let's lock it in. <laughs> I don't. I don't do the whole. Uh, over there, like, hey, hit me too. I keep you drunk. I swear. 
Ah, shit, man. We're going to take a quick break, try to pay some bills, and we'll be right back again. You're listening to The Reality Is, where Filton becomes extinct. Man, if you guys haven't listened to the new Drake in Future, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but you definitely- under the fucking rock and listen. You got to. Enjoy. Taliban. Taliban. Yeah. Jump in, jump in, jump in. Them boys are the something. They just spent like two or three weeks out the country. Them boys up to something, they just not just bluffing. You don't have to call, I hear my dance like Usher. Ooh. I just found my tempo like on DJ Mustard. Ooh. I hit that Janobi with my left hand all like. Parents have any children that live? You're so ugly, you could be a modern art masterpiece. Loud and clear. Who said that? 10 a.m. Saturday. Let's serve fried chicken and watermelon on a daily basis in my mess hall. On UTA radio. Who said that? Nobody, huh? You will not laugh. You will not cry. You will learn by the numbers. I will teach you. Now get up. Get on your feet. Loud and clear. 10 a.m. Saturdays on UTA radio. The first and last words out of your filthy sewers will be served. Do you maggots understand that? Brian asking me if I got the whole, uh, what a, time, what a time to be alive. This shit go hard, though. What a time to be alive, but DS2. Yeah, Dirk Sprite 2 is good, man. I didn't know what the fuck it was when I heard DS2. I was like, what the fuck is he can't DS2? Say Sprite. Oh, yeah, that's Legally, right. yeah. Sprite would be on his ass. It's dirty. No, no, no. We do not condone Sprite with drugs in it for any reasons. It's the, it's the email. We, we He would get a cease and desist letter so fast. That damn Taco Bell trying to come up mm-hmm. on the back end. Y'all didn't see that burp. It was almost something else. Yeah. Nah, I wasn't on shit. Earl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had to force that out. Yeah. <laughs> so I was talking to him, man, during the music, and I, and, and I was going to ask them. It's, it comes from a, um, a listener. Um, he asked me, had I ever heard the term Monday being used as like a racial slur? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? A Monday. So if you know if you don't know what a Monday is, go to like Google and go to fucking what's that black Urban Dictionary or whatever and put in Monday. That's a black thing, Urban Dictionary. Yes, Urban Dictionary. See, I just put you up on game, bro. You need to learn this I'm shit. I'm not even gonna fucking look it up. I'm, I'm not the fuck <laughs> I asked. I'm not looking it up, and I'm pretty pissed off about it right now. So Monday is basically like when you think about a Monday, what do you think about? People hate Mondays. They hate to go to fucking work. I don't hate Mondays. Fuck no. Well, you're not a racist either. It's slang term for black people. You yeah. So, so you're you love work? Is that what you're saying? Mondays are one seventh of my life. Why would I hate one seventh of my life? Good answer. <laughs> I, I don't have an argument. Fine with that. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have an but argument. Monday is basically like it's a term that white people are. What I've heard was some white people use to say it's. It, it goes without them. It allows them to say nigga without saying nigga because it's basically a word. A Monday is a replacement for the word nigga, basically saying I don't like. If I was like somebody was like, hey David, trying to come to the show, and I'm like, man, don't let that Monday come to the show. <laughs> That's crazy, but you might as well say monk A. Yeah, a monk. Yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. So if you ever hear somebody as a, a black person, if you ever hear a motherfucking white person or somebody that's not black call you a Monday, you better beat, beat his ass. His on ass. That yeah, you Get on his ass, ass and let him know. Well, this is Monday, beating your bitch ass. <laughs> you gonna learn today. <laughs> <laughs> and some people probably are like, hey, well, well. Why would you want to be violent? It's not about being violent. Hey. First of all, this is a fucking podcast. You're not gonna get this shit on regular radio. And we talking about respect. If a person disrespect you, I'm like Malcolm X on this shit right here. If a fucker, if anybody, I just felt like saying fucker. I about to say Malcolm X did not say fucker. (laughs) (laughs) If any person decides that it's okay for them to touch you, then you have the right to touch him in return. And and, and in a very drastic manner. You understand? Yeah. And, And touching me 
don't you don't get to call me monkey monday anthony we had a story like about a dude calling him monkey and he beat the tar off his ass yeah I was, as, I was as he like, should i think i was like 17 and like, he should have been what was that like 30 years ago Man, i am getting old bro. <laughs> i am I, wasn't 30 I, maybe five ten. my birth nah it was more than that my birthday next 15. month man i'll be 33 and i've been trying to figure out what the fuck to do for my birthday it's <sighs> your life huh? 33 I don't even feel like 33 dog I don't even look look, that's what I'm saying you know what I'm saying and bro you know David I was telling you this shit and I'm talking to Brian about it too I guess I could jump to this like what is it about as I get older I start to understand why older men look at younger women and find them attractive in certain ways for one younger women are hitting on older dudes I am Since starting like to, high school. Yeah, but, but I'm starting uh, to. Yeah, they do because I'm starting to be in that category, bro. Like this chick that runs track for UTA. Um, I was in class and I was walking to my car the other day, and she was walking with me, and she was just talking to me, or whatever. Uh, you know, if I'm being honest, she, she, she got a body like Serena Williams, man. Oh, so she could choke you out. Looking ass. Serena's gorgeous. She, she is, is absolutely hey, but gorgeous. But she could also kick my ass. I'm sure she could. Yeah. Uh, not mine. <laughs> I ain't gonna take that. She's not getting kicked. If you're gonna try to kick my ass, you're gonna get choked today. <laughs> So what? But my point is that, like, what? What is it that, like, I don't know, man. What is? I got it? an answer for that question. But is no. it like they have a daddy complex? No, no, I, no, 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 no. Check it, it out. Depends okay. It depends on the age. Check it out. Yeah. The young niggas got the young strong backs. All right, they can throw that. They can throw that wood at them for sure, right? Real tough. Throw the wood. I'm not. Too. I'm saying you can. I mean, my but get that like, Viagra and he can throw the wood. But <laughs> the warming of the vehicle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Getting it going. Young guys don't have a clue about that part. They just want to jump in, get it cracking, and get the fuck on. But what? I, what about outside the bedroom, though? It got. Well, be, here's the thing. No, I, think, I, think, I think younger women go after older dudes because most older dudes have their shit together. Yeah. If you think about it, depending yep. on it, because smart younger girls would. Hey, yeah. you would defer yeah. to a five, ten year. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, when she, uh, you know, we were just walking and talking about some shit that was going on in class, and you know, I asked her, I was like, "How old are you?" And she's like, "I'm 20," and I was like, "Fuck, there's nothing I can do with that." I, I literally was like, you know, and in my mind, I'm being honest, and I'm like, there's nothing I could do with that besides fuck. That's it. Because, but the thing about that's it, probably all she's, she's not on your level, though. Like, and this, I said I, that, but she, I mean, she's a very, I mean, she's a very nice girl. She's a very in intelligent girl, but she's young. And like I told her, I said, for me, the way I look at it when it comes to old, younger women, I'm like, it's unfair to me at this age because I feel like being, you know, about to be 33, she's 20. Like, you, I know what, I didn't know shit at 20. So my mindset was like, if I try to talk to you now, and I just let's just say I did give her an opportunity and we fucking talk, like bro, at about twenty three, twenty four, her mindset is gonna be different. She may not even want to fuck with me, and she hasn't had enough sex. If you ask me, at twenty years, well, old, you ain't had enough sex. You ain't had enough life experience. You don't understand yeah. a lot of things. You don't need to commit at twenty. I don't think, like, not you, at if all. You still out here trying to get it. You need to go sow your royal oats, as they say. On coming to America, yeah. and go have a good ass time because it my son works. <laughs> my son works. <laughs> <laughs> That's just uh, yeah, yeah. shit with a ginger, with an ocean <laughs> perm. And don't fall, don't pull that falling down the stairs shit on me. That's like one of the fuck. That's my favorite fucking movie, man. I mean, you probably gonna think I'm a bitch after this one, but my favorite movie, like, it gotta be Wizard of Oz. It's been the Wizard of Oz, and I'm talking about Judy Garland, like the 1949 or 39 or 59, one of them nines. Yes, bro. Tell I fuck why. with that Tell shit. Tell us why. Tell us why. I don't know. Well, shit, when I was a kid. he was born when it was yeah. made. See that? This motherfucker. <laughs> this nigga gonna throw everything yeah, every got. fucking shot, bro. But nah, for this real. This is just the radio. Yeah. You ought yeah. to hear oh. a normal conversation. Yeah. When I, but for, re- for me, the reason I love that shit, bro, is like when I was a kid, like I used to always go over my, uh, like my grandmother's house, you know, and my grandmother from my mom's side, like my mom was adopted, so from my, that, because yeah, I don't really fuck with, you know, and people are like, why you don't fuck with your grandma? But that's another story for another day. 
She's old battle axe. And she, that, yeah, she's tough. And if you know what a battle axe is, yes. you know what it does. Yeah. You don't fuck with yeah, it. Yeah, she's tough. <laughs> but I used to watch it, man. I used to watch it at, uh, at my grandmother's house. And, bro, and they used to say, oh, he used to say it was the wizard. It's the wizard that was. You know, when you're a kid, you can't fucking talk your yeah. teeth in your way. Your tongue a too fat. Your t- yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> you want to watch the wizard tongue? Yeah, turn it on. Yeah, that one. Yeah, mama don't. So you, yeah. So you don't fucking. Know. That's all you do is point. You know what I'm saying? You too fucking retarded as a kid to even know what the fuck you want to see. But I, I watched it all the time like that, bro. And it was just one of those things. And then you know they came out. I still haven't even watched the fucking Diana Ross and shit with Michael Jackson, The Wiz. I will not watch it. People are like you need to watch. Fuck that. Fuck Judy Garland is. Fuck just because they black. <laughs> fuck Mike Michael Jackson. It was more, it was more of our Diana music Ross. in the weird. Yeah, like fuck that can. shit, bro. Judy Garland singing with them fucking uh, red slippers and that blue bonnet dress. No, my nigga, it's Judy Garland all day. And then it's coming to America. I hear you. And coming to America, man. It's funny as fucking shit, bro. It's so the thing about it is when you go back and watch movies, man. There's so many fucking lessons inside of old movies. Let your soul glow. You know that part? Shut the fuck up. Man. <laughs> you I'm walk out this bitch right now. <laughs> and what I, the fuck's going yeah, on Yeah, he here? took a deep breath when he did that. <laughs> y'all don't remember. Y'all remember them old folks got up off and the couch and yeah. they all had, all the, had the Jerry Carroll stain, stain on like the thing. Even and Granny had the Jerry Nasty Juice stain. What was his name? Eric, uh, his real name is Eric uh, LaSalle. Eric yeah. LaSalle. That's it. The one who used to play on mixed, ER. Mixed. mixed. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, bro, that, that was just, that was my one of those things, man. And you know, I wanted to talk about too, like, we were talking about like Fox News early and I, I wanted to, you know, David alluded to it earlier about Fox News and they were talking about how, uh, you know, black people really don't watch Fox News. And I don't think a lot of Hispanics either because you, you know, actually be boycotting Fox they News. Don't, yeah. What but you should. I, what the fuck am I going to watch? I think you're going to talk shit about me. Yeah, you are. Anyway. But you know what? It's, it's also kind of like keeping your enemy closer. Like I view it sometimes just to see. But people, this is the thing that people got to pay attention to. Black people, Hispanics, a lot of people of color hate Fox News because it's more of a Republican-based show. And it kind of talks about, like, in a way, it kind of talks about the somewhat digression of, like, minorities and how we're going back or we're not smart enough or we're not educated enough or they paint things in a different light when it comes to crime and and shit in the community, a minority, you know, black, Hispanic community. But you got to think about this shit. From eight to five, they're doing all of this shit, and they're putting all this shit in your head about what blacks are. And blacks say, oh, I don't watch it. You don't watch it, right, Brian? A lot of people don't watch Fox News. I do, but I'm just like, fuck them. We shouldn't be. I yeah, we know. shouldn't be. But you know, And a lot of black people feel that way. But, but back in the day, what was the number one fucking show that people used to watch all the time on Fox? Martin. Yep. Yep. Living Single. But see, New York Undercover. I'm Look not, where I'm going, though. New York uh, yeah, Undercover. Yeah, and then what's the number one show the motherfuckers watching right now that's on Fox? Empire. So you hate empire. so you hate them motherfuckers during the day and they hate you. Bitch ass but, empire. But they still ring you your ass in. They, they, they still ring you in. I don't watch it. They still ring your ass in by watching Empire at night. Highest rated show ever in fucking television history. Empire? Bro. Really? On, on like on like basic like okay, the basic, basic oh. TV. See, look, and you know what? That's that's very fucked up because they And a white man wrote it. They're building right. their agenda. If you yeah. watch Empire, yeah. you'll see that they pulling out the more of the homosexual roles. Yeah. They embedding all of this different shit that I'm look, y'all, everybody got their own opinion. Lee Daniels is gay, so that's his he's on he's control of that. I'm Actually, a masculine every producer. man. And I think young men should be masculine. If you're gay and masculine, then you need to explain to me how that works. But I don't agree. I'm just gonna tell you, I don't agree with you. Flat out fucking period. I don't agree. Like and they put this shit on TV and then you got all these little kids that may not even be gay. Yeah, but now but they, they it's like, cool to do it. Yeah, yeah. like or this something. may be the or new it's a fad, thing. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, it's just not cool. If that's who you are, more power to you. I believe in freedom. And Definitely do what you want to yeah. live your life. But at the same time, like these major outlets, that's that bullshit. 
But I think it's one of the things you got to look at where it comes from, too. I forgot the guy's name, but the, it's a white guy who wrote it. Lee Daniels supports it. He's come out as being openly gay. I forgot the white lady's name who, who does the casting part. She's a lesbian. She used to write girls for HBO. So it's a whole gay cast. The white dude hasn't come out, but if you look at a picture of this motherfucker, he look gay. He look gay. And people say, man, how What's you his look? Name? I don't know. Producer, you just just say just say uh, producer of Empire. Yeah, just be like producer of Empire or creator of Empire. Up. And he wrote movies. He wrote shows like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He wrote Gilmore Girls. Um, I forgot a couple of other shows that he wrote. And you know this guy, that's him. Yeah, that motherfucker's gay, bro. Yeah, he look gay. What's his name? Yeah, he's a Peter Puffer. Lee, it, well, no, it doesn't say. Peter it just says related Lee Daniels. Polly Peter Puffer. Uh, yeah. Brian Grazer. Yeah, that's him. Brian Grazer. But it, it, it's like, um, you know, they it's they said when he well, he said when he found this show, when he came up with this show, he was driving through L.A. and he was listening to the radio and it was like the little There's dispute. Gay sign number one. It was, it was in the, L.A. Well, it was the dispute. <laughs> it was a dispute. <laughs> it was the dispute between. Uh, like gonna be coming for your ass. Yeah, he was listening to that dispute between like Puff Daddy and Jay Z about you know the empires and what they were trying to build and so on and so forth. So he took it from there, and then he took the structure of how Empire pits, you know, like the family, they're kind of pitting each other, the kids against each other to come for the throne. Like, he took that from, like, a European, I forgot the name of the guy, uh, you know, I don't fact check here, but he did the, he took a European, like, lord and his kids and, like, some France dude, a uh, French dude who uh, had a family that was kind of pitted against each other. So he took, like, a European culture of, like, uh, family who, like, kind of crabbing a brown mentality, put it with, like, what Puff Daddy and Jay-Z was going through, and then he took the uh, hustling flow cast mm-hmm. and they put it together and made it. Yeah, I was about to say is that. Yeah, that's that and that's where Lee Daniels. Came, yeah, and that's where Lee Daniels came in to create the show Empire. And so, I never noticed. Yeah, that. I mean, not the hustling flow cast. They took a successful entity and said we're going to reinstitute it on TV. That's genius. But yeah, they did. I mean, he did. That's what I'm saying. You got to give it to him. He did a good job. But the thing about it is, bro, my whole point is we talk about hating Fox and we talk about what we don't like. But we're still walking around blind, and we don't pay enough attention to the fact the that you're still putting fucking money in their pocket. Fox is just like by football. tuning in. Yeah, just by tuning in. I don't really watch shit on. I don't really watch. I don't Empire, watch Fox. Bro. I think I just watch. But football. See, this is where the people just aren't conscious as to what's happening yeah. in their world. Yeah. It's like, look, I'm not just gonna sit here and tell you that you shouldn't be watching. And that's what, yeah, and, and that's what I was about shows. to say. Yeah, my issue is it's entertaining. It's the news that I think is the problem on Fox. Yeah, go and look at their anchors, people. But you got to have people that's able to watch that shit and not get carried away. Yeah. Like people like us, I could watch, I could sit down and watch Empire from front to fucking back and be like, okay, I know that this shit is, some of it is real and some of it is not. I can fucking watch being Caitlyn or fucking Bruce and not want to go, you know, fucking Cut my get, sausage yeah, off and, and, and switch the game up. The but it's like people don't know how to decipher. It's just like people listen to rap music. You know Future. what I'm saying? And Future you got a lot a of and you got example. a lot of rappers out here. The kid, their kids are graduating from college and they're going on to have mm-hmm. successful lives. They're not rapping about rappers that shit because they graduate from college. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But that shit is not appealing. But you have people that go listen to this shit where they're talking about selling dope and fucking a gang load of bitches and you out here trying to impersonate or relive yeah. what they're saying in this music and these niggas are not even doing this and shit. They're not going to tell you about the STDs that they carry. Nothing. But that's a whole nother story. But it's like you just got to be smart enough and I think the solution is being able to educate ourselves because we can't always look for everybody to educate us because there's a f- thing called the fucking internet and Google where you can find any fucking thing you want. No matter sometimes, how wrong it is. No, You know what yeah. I'm saying? But sometimes it's up to you to educate your fucking self about it's, what you're listening to. And it's to. not sometimes. That is the fucking life. People, educate yourselves. Open a book. Read something. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what it is. If you like it and if it's enlightening to you, 
put it in your brain. You have to. Yeah. We were riding over here listening to the uh, the Future and Drake album, and Artesia had never heard it, and she was listening to it, and she was like, I was like, you ain't even jumping around. Like like Brian said, this shit make you want to move because it's it got good beats, it's good lyrics. And she was like, no, it sounds good. She was like, I just have to sit here and listen to what, before I start jumping around, I need to know what they're saying first before I really just take in this, you know, take yeah. it in and be like, because they could be like, I'm raping bitches and blah, blah, blah. And, and you're, like, and you're jumping you around. You know hey, what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, fuck you yeah. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? Hey. <laughs> so she was like, I just want to hear what, what's going on before I actually really just dive She's into this. She's still going to end up jumping eventually. Yeah. You know she's going to jump eventually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, brother, every time I listen to Future for the first time, I never like it the first time. Nah. Yeah. Really, that's what I was going to say. That's all I I'm never like, what the fuck is he doing? I've heard people like it. After you listen to it the second or third time, you're like, hold on, bro. Yeah. He is going fucking in. Yeah. Every bar, the beats is great, Everything. and he's just cultivating a good vibration for you. Yeah. And I listened to a song, Percocets and Strippers, right? Yeah. He just said, I just tried some acid for the first time. Yeah. Feel good. When I, now, you know what? It's crazy that you said that because when I first heard that, I turned that shit off because I was like, man. I'm I, not sewing this into my spirit. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, this shit is not making me feel right right now. But I wow. still listen to it now, and I'm like, okay, I got it. But I had to get past that. I was like, Percocet. I was like, nah, bro, I ain't on that shit. I had to come back to that shit like when I was in that mood about to hit the gym. A lot of times when I listen to rap music, it's normally when I'm in the gym to get me motivated. Uh, when I'm in the car, it's normally like 101.1 uh, where it's like the classical music, you know what I'm saying? And I, Or I'm listening to like uh, Bilal or like D'Angelo or some shit like that. Some real common. because. Okay. Yeah, and because honestly, if you listen to that shit all the time, no matter if you know how to decipher it or not, nigga, that shit gets into your spirit. Everything that you see, everything that you watch, you're ingesting that, dog, and it and, and, and it it becomes something in your head, and it subcon uh, sub, uh, un- subconsciously it comes out at some point. Bro, you have a very you have a point because when I heard that the first time, I'm on my mama, left hand to God, <laughs> not right, left hand. <laughs> I was about to say that too. <laughs> I uh, I really said, damn, future child acid. Yeah. I wonder how that shit feel. Yeah. And it, it went. Did you want to like go you, try it? I swear, for all of thirty seconds, I said I need to get some acid. <laughs> like, and then I never no, thought your ass would be walking around this bitch butt naked. But that's my bussy. What a cock ring. But I'm saying I'm an adult, and I had to diagnose what I was thinking. <laughs> thinking I said, about it, yeah. You just said you try acid. Why the fuck would you wait till you were thirty one years old to, to try, try some pretty awesome? Yeah, actually. like pretty awesome. No, I'm just bullshitting. <laughs> like, hey, I know, I know people that fuck around and, and they straight, yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying, I'm 31, I got a son, I can't be doing Usually when I hear people like that, that did acid, I, it usually ends up with something like really fucking stupid happening. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'll try that. Acid, when, you, when I think acid, I don't, I th- it sounds like some shit that white people would do. Acid, yeah. glass, uh, what's the other shit white folks do? It's funny that we're Meth. talking about acid Meth, and yeah. you're drinking Meth. coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty much, it's, yeah. I mean, it's more. Jack. And coke, yeah. brown. You still got Jack coke. And coke. Yeah. Still coke. We're all hypocritical to it. Yeah. Cola. Yeah, we all are. Yeah, we're, we're all hypocritical. Even if we don't realize it yeah. at first. Yeah. I think that's one of the things too, bro. But yeah, it does sound like right white day. people. Yeah. Yeah. Did you pick that one out? Yeah, I did, man. And you know, you could buy. And what he's talking about is when it says share a coke, nor it'd be like share. I don't share shit. James with share coke with Bobby. Share coke with Rachel. He has a share coke with family. The reality is family, man. You know what I'm saying. Your ass sound like something off of a. Uh, hey, you uh, about to preach right hey, now? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like half a cup down <laughs> at this point. <laughs> so I'm really feeling the vibe in me right now. <laughs> feeling the love. <laughs> feeling oh, the love of this yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, like the, the love is definitely hurt. Oh, shit. We got to take some. Uh, well, I feel say take some. Uh, take some what? Acid? <laughs> we got to. We got to. Drinking our designer. Drinking our designer.
bitches, you gon' think I'm racist. I just called a gang of bitches out of immigration. You gon' think we prayin' money, cause of where we make it. I got all these fucking wheels and ain't got no payment. Pink slips sitting in the dashboard with me. Got a gang of bros riding and they on drugs with me. Got a gang of cash, I'm in like a brought the plug with me, nigga. The young boy in a cataclysmic world coming from Europe and blah, blah, blah. Yada, yada. It's his vocabulary. Yeah, it is. He, Smith vocabulary. Yeah, he really bro. do got a high vocabulary. And I'm like, this motherfucker here didn't go to college, but he is educated. And it shows you that you don't have to go to college, college to be educated. Be educated. And even and if you graduate college, you, you know, that don't make you, it yeah, don't make you have class college, or educated. Dumb ass college graduates. I know quite a few well, of them. Well, it's a lot of motherfuckers in college that are, Sucking. I'm telling you right now, the Google age has got motherfuckers getting it easy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't fucking get by Spanish easy. I don't want to do you, no snitching, but I done sat in class and watched nigga. We had, teacher made us take oh, these yeah. tests on the computer and I'm sitting right behind this dude and he Googling every answer and I'm looking at her like. What was his race? He was black. Okay, damn it! I thought it was gonna be a white Asian. person. Fuck. <laughs> We're about to roast that I, motherfucker. I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to blame some on white people again. God damn it! <laughs> and it landed on us. Yes. <laughs> damn it, niggas. Uh, yeah, man, but no snitching though, man. But I'm just saying, they sit in their classroom, they give us this shit and say, "Hey, damn, you gotta do this," and all we do is fucking. Oh moving. my bad. I saw somebody moving in the oh, other. I'm so, oh no, she's pretty hot. Yeah. Um, all oh. we do is the age of Google, like my like my boy Andrew said, we just go find the answers and Google it. Yeah, I didn't have time to take a quiz. I'm guilty. I'm guilty of that shit. I'm saying, hey, I can Google I'm these cheating. questions, Quizlet, anything pops up. Hey, I don't know what you want us to do if it's that easy, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you, I, I'm a 31 year old man. I make sure that what's important gets done. Yeah. You know some of the things I like, some things I do like to read and do research on because I actually want to know. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I mean, not to be funny, I could. I ain't gonna say I could curl less, but like if it's biology or some shit like that, I ain't about to be Give racking about my dissecting no goddamn frog. frog. Yeah, I ain't supposed to rack my fucking brain to know what a frog dick. Fuck name, your frog, the bitch. biological name of a frog's dick. No, fuck your frog and it's frog's dick. Yeah, I'm not. Dick. I'm. I'm not doing any of that. So it's like for, from from that perspective, I Damn, really the fucking frogs getting hate right now from us. <laughs> hey, hey hashtag all frogs matter. <laughs> That's like uh, what Michael Rappaport, he was like, all lobes matter. Because, you know, it was a point <laughs> where skin. motherfuckers was cutting off dicks. Like, they had this one dude in Japan. His wife was cheating on, uh, his wife was cheating with this other guy. That just gave the me goosebumps. The Japanese guy followed, he came over to the guy's house while he was fucking asleep and with some shears cut that nigga dick off that and flushed it down me. the toilet. Why would a person ever think cut a dick off? I have been Another man, on, why would another just, man think I'm saying, bro, you know off. how important that is to us. Like, why would you do that, bro? Like I'm saying, look, I've been cheated on before, and not once did I ever think I'm gonna cut this nigga dick but off. But the man. thing about did it you is, want, man, did you think you wanted to cut her though? No, I want to know about no. the dude though. No, but if how you the fuck dick this off? Man. Are you gay? Cause you grabbing dick, yeah. bro. But how did you <laughs> how did you allow a motherfucker to come in your house? You sleeping that good? He must have not. He must have been sleep with hey, no drawers on. She must have had that good. Hey, yeah. hey, or he must have no, been bro. sleep with no drawers on. Hey, how, Cause how man. do you? And I mean, even if a motherfucker pulled a cover back and picked my loaf up. My dude, I'm gonna wake up. Yeah. If you pull, how did you get in my fucking house? That's what the good That's question. That's what I'm saying. How'd you get in my fucking house? And then as you in here, why are you in my bedroom, bro? Yeah. Like I don't know how you get that close. Wait, this was Japan. To my job. Yeah, Japan. I'd rather get stabbed. They're pretty smart, so they'll probably like find bro. some way. Okay, look, might, it's not I, I'd rather get stabbed to get my dick stuck. I'm saying I don't have experience, months. but I hear that they don't have the biggest. So why? What did you cut it with? I know you didn't you use no some fucking shears, shears, bro. Nah, bro. Them they, they niggas some tweezers. Or some <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hashtag stereotype. <laughs> wow. Hey, bro. What the fuck? I, hey, what you, the fuck's going on? Hey, bro. Right I now? dated some Asian women, man, and they tell me that they prefer black men for a reason. Yeah. 
I don't know what to tell you guys. It's a lot of women that say they prefer black men for talk a reason. to your women before you you know talk to me. I'm saying it's what it is. He cut his dick off with a garden shit up. And the rain of Bobby, bro, that's for females to do. And even then, it's not okay. What the fuck? What the fuck? Garden shears, bro. Like I'm just saying. I was letting it get silent for like, what I, was, the I was letting fuck? it come all the way like, down. What the hell? <laughs> you can really think oh, about this fuck. for a second. Like just, just climb in on it. Think about it. We're gonna take a moment of silence for dude's dick. And be done with it. So right, Tamir Myri said she's wanted to speak out about racism because she was receiving comments. Uh to Tamia Maori. Yeah, Tia Maori or Tamia. Tia, you can correct Tamar. me. Put your this a microphone sister, right there. Sister, one say of what, the twins, say right? what it is. Say who whose name is it? You gotta push that mic towards you. Bring it in. Don't be scared. Tia and Tamara. So I think you're talking about Tamara. Okay. Tamara Maori. Tamara Maori. Tamara. Tamara. Motherfucker, yeah. oh, I've been drinking. She's gorgeous, bro. And by the way, shout out to Mary Mary. I think those two sisters right there represent a lot of what black women should should be out here in this world, bro. Like they worked hard, they got where they ate, and they yeah. a lot of them married to white men. That's another thing, a couple of them. That's but at the same right time, right. but I'm saying though, yeah. freedom of choice, whatever. But I'm saying they're good women, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, I, I don't. I have nothing against it. No you scandals. Know, yeah, bro. and I've had people ask me, well, how do you feel about white men marrying black women? I, me personally, I don't give a fuck. I think it has more. Uh, I think it has a deeper history to a certain extent than black men and white women. Mm-hmm. If you want me to be honest, because mm-hmm. it goes back to a lot of slave masters used to rape the black woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and they used to label them as like over aggressively, you know, like Overly super sexual. You know yeah. what I'm saying? To where they couldn't be raped. So for me, when I think about a black woman dating a white man, I'm okay with it. Do what the fuck you want to do. I just always say with all things, know your history, know your mm-hmm. background and know know the stereotypes that you face. So for me. You, with black men and black women, when you think about it, I mean, black men and white women, you think about, okay, white women want black dudes because of big dicks or whatever the case may be or whatever I've heard white women say. And black dudes want to fuck with white girls because now they got asses and they sucking dick and they fucking and they doing all this shit that ain't nobody else doing. But I don't think people really think deep like they do about a white man and a black woman. And I just think it has more historical, uh, a, a bigger historical context about that relationship between the two. But me personally, I, I don't have a problem. But she, uh, you know, Maori, uh, Tamara Maori or whatever the fuck her name is, she was saying how she was receiving like death threats and racial shit about like you with your slave owner, you with, you know, like just saying a bunch wow. of vulgar she found shit. A man that loves her. I'm like, no, I don't what is racist? My personal opinion is that no, we do, we should be marrying our own. But you'd have to talk to me about that on another segment for me to convince you as to why. Um, no, I want to hear why right motherfucker now. Right we got now. like 45 <laughs> minutes. I want to hear why now. Okay, look. First off, I feel like there's no unity in the black community. That's our biggest issue. That right too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like we have you to unify first. I'm not saying you're not supposed to have sex with other races. Like I, I'm a big, I'm an avid follower of Dr. Umar. I'm not a pan-African. I'm not him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I am saying that I do believe in the ways that he says that we, we should marry our own people so that we can start to unify and build our community up. You know what I mean? So with that issue... Another thing he talks about is um, mixed children, what they go through in life, like having a white mother or a white dad, Mm -hmm. like they're never really 100 percent either way and they don't know really where they stand. So you actually start to. Yeah, exactly. You start to confuse your child because they like, no, my dad's black. He gets hell. He can be arrested for whatever reasons. Right. But my mom is white. And then like when I go visit my white people and and I'm not completely in their family because they still. You kind of feel ostracized. mm -hmm. Yeah. They still look at me as like a black person as well in their white family. Fucking black. Yeah. Like your hair is more coarse and all that shit. Like unless you unless you want a white folk, unless you want those white white. Unless you're one of the mixed children yeah. that come out with the white skin and the straight hair, yeah. then there's always going to be a problem there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just a conflict of interest. So if you're talking about 
trying to get a child to grow up and know exactly who they are and to be able to find their voice is just very difficult to do so as a mixed child. So you have a son right now in high uh-huh. school. Has he dated a white girl yet? Actually, yes. His first girl. Because he's in his, Richardson, right? His first serious relationship is a white girl. And he's in Richardson? Yes. Ain't nothing but white folks Look, his there. school is 5% black, and he tells me all the time, like, my mom and him, they didn't like that he dated a yeah. white girl first. But all I can say to him is What the like, fuck? Look at the demographic, look, though. Yeah. It's not even that. He says, she just gets me. And I was like, son, thank you. I'm and, that, you like, and that's really what it matters at the end of the fucking that, day, bro. That's what I'm saying, yeah. though. Like, I'm telling you my opinion on it, yeah. but at the end of the day, you deserve a person that loves you and cares for you, and you shouldn't be caught so who up the in fuck what you color they skin is. Talking, ah, yeah, he's it's too white for me. No, 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 no. My son, they told him at school one day, he said, uh, he said it was a little rumor going out about me, like me. It's like that I don't date black girls. Yeah. And he was like, it hurt my feelings. He's like, no, I just don't date ratchet. Yeah. I don't give a fuck how fine you is if you ratchet and you do that extra ghetto ass shit that's not gonna take me nowhere in my life. I don't want you. And he has a right to do that. Thank you. Like he's my son is going to college out and we're going to graduate from college. We fuck around gonna get into law school. <laughs> we gonna be PH. Look, you're gonna retire as, off your kids. Look, as far as I can push my son, <laughs> I will push his ass. I assure you. Yeah. And I will and I will recommend that he not settle. Yeah. I will always do. My son is six three right now and handsome as he motherfucker. So, ladies, <laughs> if you're within the age of nineteen, he's sixteen years old, and we date up. Where did, <laughs> where did he get the six three from? Yeah. You know what? I honestly, you're like five and eight. eight barely. Yeah. I know, bro. Look, if he didn't look exactly like me, I wouldn't claim him. I'm about to say, now you doing a DNA <laughs> test? No, his on his mother's side, the women, the women, the men on that side They're are like six ten. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are seven Makes feet sense. tall. So even if he lands anywhere in between, the Ebo tribe. Thank you. you know Motherfuckers tall. His grandmama <laughs> like five eleven. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like his mama, she's. Five nine, but she's a long five nine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she's like my height in five nine, and you could tell, like, okay, you could have had some height just as well. It's it's just his body type, yeah. bro. And I don't know why my mind just went there when he was like, she's five nine, but she's a long five nine. That's like somebody saying, I have some a five inch dick, but it's a long. Five. <laughs> it's a long. It's a long. It's a long. I actually understood it too, yeah. you know what I'm because saying? the like, thing is like. The the thinner a person is, the longer they look. The taller yeah, they are. Like a lot of people think I don't. I'm not five nine. They're like you're six foot. Like, yeah, no, you I'm do look taller. But the thing you, is, yeah. I'm I'm thin. You thin, so. yeah. You know I totally. My baby mama, like, bro, she just not really like. She was never like I would never call her thick. She just always. How do we even get on this? Like about we, the what did I ask you about the? We're we talking about race. Yeah, yeah race. And then we start talking about why race is married. Like yeah. my opinion on why races should marry. Which is weird because I that's this is like the first time I've ever had a black dude say we should black people should marry each other. Yeah. Most black people I know they don't like black girls. But I'm saying this is the thing. I've dated outside uh, of uh, you mean race. black guys? Black guys don't really go you, for the black I can girls. Tell you but it was it was the thing when he started saying if you start it's the way you act, it's, it's the, the way ratchet, you carry yourself. Like, well, I guess yeah, the, the thing about it is I tell me and my brother had a conversation not too long ago and I was like some of the motherfucking finest black girls, some of the thickest black girls, some of the most like when you see them, it's like, damn, they're the ones that are like two. They like super hood, and they own some other shit. And it's and like you can look at multiple niggas at one time, yeah. and they think that shit's cool. And they do, <laughs> and they want to do a lot. Now that doesn't, you know, now I'm not gonna you put all black women in. The, bro, I've dated. Send them my way. No, hey, I'm just, I'm just saying, <laughs> you drive a CTS, they will ride and probably get head while they're riding. Uh, <laughs> like, hey. and, and you know, for the for the other black women that are listening, it's not we're, we're not we know it's it's different ones. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But the, the whole point of it is not the entire race. Yeah, it's not the entire race, but you know, you do have those ones that are like you know whatever. And it's like if you Hashtag like a lot, ratchet. Yeah, a lot of dudes are looking for that sexual. I'm gonna tell you one thing: when it comes to guys and looking for women, you do at, at a certain level. If you're that guy who has something that you know you have something going for yourself, you want more out of life. You want that girl that's beautiful. You do. I, I mean, for me personally, you want your daughter or your yeah, son. I don't care. give a yeah. fuck if she's black. I don't give a fuck if she's white, Hispanic, Asian, 
Jewish, Catholic. If you, because I'm gonna tell you this: when it comes to religion, I don't really give a fuck what you believe in. I'm because not, not to be funny, I'm not a religious motherfucking dude. I grew up in church and shit like that. I do believe in God and a higher power, yeah, but I don't believe in power, yeah. Yes. But I don't believe in the institution of actual church. Like you know, Religion like and all that yeah, I don't need no motherfucking pastor to read me no motherfucking book That's that I can go home and read that side. I can read my fucking self and gain comprehension you are for. Not my spokesperson. I, I don't fucking need it, dog. I can read that bitch myself, and that's the thing about it too. Too many motherfucking people, especially in church, they're going to church, they're getting a good, they're getting a quote unquote good word, and they don't even go home and read that shit and, no. and, and put it into context for themselves. They just take it for what he just said. Go but, back next Sunday and, and, and keep going and keep. And that's getting, just his interpretation. It's like somebody basically going to a restaurant, which people do this, and somebody order you order your food and they bring the food out. You don't check your food. You don't say a prayer. You just keep eating that shit. You don't know what the fuck you putting in your body. You don't know what's going on. You just keep eating it. Like, if a, if a pastor is telling me something, bro, I'm going to the Bible and I'm reading about it. You know, they want to talk about, I was watching this clip on uh, uh, Facebook. It may have been, I think, I don't know if you posted that shit. The black preacher talking about gays and homosexuals in church. Yep. And he was saying, basically, you know, churches want to talk about gays and they want to talk about homosexuals and they want to talk about, you know, uh, all of this shit that's sin. But you don't want to address a homosexual in your church because they're making the music. You know what I'm saying? And they tithe. And they paying their tithes, and because some gay people are some of the most faithful fucking people when this it comes to being like, in church. But see, that's what that starts to bother me. I don't want to change the subject. No, you, but you got the gay men that like, oh, so it's all good until we talk about what's wrong with what you do. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't agree with that. You yeah. agree with everything else in the Bible, but you don't agree with what they talk about because we yeah. change your well, life. Which kind of compare going to church to like taking a high school history class? Yeah, where yeah. it's like a bunch of. I don't want to call it bullshit. It is bullshit. It's a well, yeah, yeah for lack of a better term, yeah. That's put in your head, and it's and they don't not give exactly you shit. That, yeah. Oh, like you know, you go to you, you talk about Texas history, and you talk about fucking Thanksgiving, and you talk about all of this shit, Columbus, and I didn't. Fuck Columbus. Fuck that yeah. nigga didn't find a motherfucking thing. <laughs> no, he discovered he people lost. being here, and they wanted to get away from the European uh, society and the way they were, and they came over here to start their own shit, using some of the uh, European ways to start their own country, and, and they the killed Native all Americans, people to be here. Yep. Native Americans They didn't lost. do shit. Fuck Texas history. Fuck all that shit because it's not the real... It's not real. It's not. We're it's not, not getting the full story of what the fuck really happened in history. Yeah, just just and the patriarchal white man's point of view. And yeah. now they're taking slavery out of the books. The books, yeah. So. And we that shit pissed me off because everybody's saying you should take that out. Then where the fuck do black people come from? <laughs> I'm saying. But you know what? Somebody said that not too long ago, and they were talking about you know if somebody's Hispanic and they say, hey, uh, hey, David, uh, what, what's your nationality? You say Hispanic. Where are you from? Oh, I originate, you know, from Mexico. But as a black person in America, we don't really, we don't really, uh, what's the word? We don't, we don't really, fuck, I don't know the word I'm fucking looking for. Just say what you just want to say. I really am. So I'm saying, look, okay. we don't relate to Africans. Yeah, you don't. Me, and yeah, you know what? I actually don't like yeah, the term African American. African -American. We don't yeah. relate to fucking Africans. Thank yes, we have, not even black. We have, yeah. ancest we have ancestors like, and descendants. Like yeah. yeah, and we have, Af we have African, we have African ancestry and descendants from Africa that are here. But, if I go back, like right now I'm doing something on Ancestry.com, and like you, as a black person, you hit that wall around 1860 because that's when like slavery being abolished and all that other shit started happening. And, you know, when you look at the, the historical content and like the documents on Ancestry.com, they like they have mulatto and black and all of that shit. Like it's so you hit a wall because they didn't used to use their names. They used to yeah. use their numbers, like their slave number or how many cattle they owned or certain things like that. So for black people, if you ever try to do research on where you come from, you hit a wall. So as a black person, fucking a Nigerian. 
he's not black. I mean, he's yeah, he's he's like African, yeah. but he's not black. Being I'm black. Brian's black. If a dude walked in here and he's from Nigeria, he's not gonna say I'm black. He's gonna I'm, say I'm, I'm Nigerian. Nigerian. I'm yeah. Nigerian and I'm from Nigeria. He has so somewhere that he can yeah, call his he own. can call home. But with black people, like where the fuck do we really like? We somebody will say, oh, that sounds stupid. You come from Africa? No, motherfucker. Nope. I didn't. Somebody that down the my ancestry line did, but when somebody says, "Hey, Anthony, what are you?" My, I'm Anthony, and I'm black. What the fuck is black? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what is the real definition of that? And when you think about anything that comes, and I would rather if I I rather, and that's why I'm doing ancestry too, to know where the fuck I do come from. Because if I'm from like Ethiopia or Nigeria, I rather identify and say, "My name is Anthony. I am a descendant, or my ancestors are from Ethiopia," as opposed to black, because black is the name that white Americans gave us. Yes. To be something, yeah. and what black means, sinister, something dark, something yeah. evil, something what is white, something pristine, something nice and Christ-like. Black and, and white are terms that technically yeah. shouldn't really even exist. It exists, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Not, not, a, not as it pertains to race. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like when you look at that, like, we weren't, as black people, we really weren't supposed to get to where we are right now. Yeah, and by the judge of your nose, Anthony... You're not an African, bro. <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> I do have a little slender nose. No, I'm just saying, though, like, because like, I don't know if y'all ever watched the movie 10,000 B.C., and what I paid attention when I watched that movie is all the different noses in the movie. They yeah. start to show you these pure races of people, yeah. and they show you the different noses around the world, and it made me understand why they destroyed the, uh, why they destroyed the noses from the, um, from the statues in Egypt. You know what I'm saying? Oh, because fuck. That's they, what I had to tell you, my dude. Fuck. What, I don't know what building it is in, in New York. So I was watching this uh, documentary, and they were talking about uh, fuck. I don't know the name of the building. It's a building Anthony, in New York. Stop saying fuck, bro. I know. Okay. Yeah. I got you. All that fucking cussing up in this room and shit. As you say, fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a building in New York, bro, and it, it, I don't. It's like a um, a U.S. department or like some kind of building where it has like uh, the European goddess, and it has like. I forgot her name. Don't give me the line, but I'll probably try to write an article about it on the, the website later this week. But when it showed the European goddess, it showed her like with her head up and she had a robe on and she was beautiful. And, and she had this servant right by her side. Then it showed a uh, American and it showed like a white lady and it showed like this eagle and all the things that represented America. And the head was upright and it showed a couple of other ones and it was like somebody upright and whatever. So then it showed Africa and the African woman head was down. She had like a lion on one side, and like, what's the the face that's on the pyramids? Uh, like the god. Uh, that's what I said. The name I'm trying. To yeah, look for but is. you know what I'm saying. Like when you see like the, it's kind of like fuck, like Pharaoh, yeah. like a Pharaoh. You Pharaoh's know what I'm saying? Face is what's on. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. so she had like the Pharaoh but face. It's another name for. Yeah, the I know what you're talking about. But it was like Pharaoh face, like on the pyramid under one arm, and a lion for Africa under another arm. But like her breasts were showing, and like it was kind of like the the garment she had almost kind of ripped off, and her head was down, like it showed like something had been stolen from her, like she was defeated. But every other nation had like some white looking woman that head was up and you know perched up, like confident and whatever else. So then they showed another part of the documentary and it showed all three of these countries: European, uh, Europe, and America, and Africa. So it showed Africa first. So it showed Africa. The head was a little bit up this time. It had the, the lion under one arm, and it had what looked like a thief on the other arm. And the thief, like, you couldn't see his eyes, but it had something up under its garment. So then it went to Europe, and it showed the Europe thing. The woman was still perched up, whatever, whatever, whatever. But then it had that same fucking thief-looking dude behind Europe with an open book, like reading a book. Then it like showed the America. Boat? I don't know. It's because, you know, uh, Africa is the mother of agriculture. That's where everybody yeah, yeah. gets this shit from. So then it showed America 
And it had America upright like they are. And it had the thief fully open right beside America and the book and the globe. So what it kind of came to me as I looked at the context of it, I said, they stole, it it paints a fucking picture. They stole agriculture. They stole the secrets of Africa. And everybody knows, motherfucker. White people know everything fucking originated in Africa. And that's why everything is still there. They paint it as a poor country. White people are like the only thing that probably don't come from Africa. That don't come from Africa. But think about the way they paint the picture, bro. They might. They might. If you talk to any fucking African, bro, they'll tell you, man, you go to cities like fucking Nairobi and Ghana and shit like that. They'll be like, man, we got big cities just like New York and shit. But what do they show you on TV all the time? They show the shit that's the not yet. De- yeah, they show yeah. shit that's not yet domesticated. People who are still like way on the outskirts Fucking of the civilization and still and fighting are, over tribes. Yeah, and, and, and people who are you know bellies are swollen. That's equivalent to motherfuckers that's on the street here in America that ain't eating. Yeah. But America ain't a shitty ass country. You know what I'm that saying? They would have us but to believe. You, but yeah. you know what? Because motherfuckers gonna still donate and send fucking money to that place, and Africa is still getting fucking robbed. They got. I posted a picture on um on my page a couple a uh, couple probably last year and it was like Europe and France and America and all these people were pulling at Africa taking things from Africa to implement to their own society. Africa is the fucking mother and it, and it's not sitting here to say whatever I mean we are the fucking best. I mean, I'm not from there but Africa is the first, uh best country diamonds and hard workers and mm-hmm. shit like that and you know kind of how we look at it and equivalent Mexico. Yes, and diamonds is another thing that should not be worth what they are actually. At all, what bro. We are paying for diamonds people are absolutely fucking astronomical. It's crazy. Stupid. It's crazy. You'd have to do your homework to know. That's another lesson for another day. I'm not even going to start preaching on diamonds, but blood diamonds, y'all. It's bullshit. I know everybody want a nice one. Even when it comes to marriage, the fuck do you need a diamond for? It doesn't prove anything. A, about sp- a big side. It doesn't. It doesn't prove anything about your woman. It's just a show and tell. Show and tell object. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Like it's not important. It's just What's like cards. Is that circular ring that goes on that finger that says that we will be here just like this circle for eternity? Even talking about love, That's I talked all. to my brother a long time ago, and I, if I showed you the fucking thing, if I showed you the, the DVD of the, when my brother got married, I never forget when my brother was getting married, and I was just like. Are you sure this is what you want to fucking do? You sure this is the girl you want to marry? You positive about that? You should ask him other ways. Is this, you sure this is the girl you want to fucking do? Yeah. <laughs> is this what you? Is this, is this what you want to do Are going sure? forward? And I'll never forget, bro. If you watch the DVD, I'm gonna find that bitch and I'm gonna show you. I may have to post that one little clip on my website. I literally was tapping this motherfucker on the shoulder as the pastor was talking, and I was like, "He's like, what?" I'm like, "Bro, you sure that this is the woman?" You can say no. You want to marry? You can. You still have about ten fucking minutes to say no. He's like, I'm good, bro. Stop fucking touching me. I was like, bro, are you fucking sure? I think the marriage maybe lasted five years. My brother's an awesome fucking dude. And I'm and not you have to meet him to know. And, 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 I'm, and, and I'm not even saying that shit because he's my brother. Like, I'm saying that shit because, like, I know I have a problem with love and commitment and all of this. Like, this dude is a dude, like, marriage kind of fucked him a little bit as far as, like, his mentality. But, like. I think marriage well, fucks up everybody. Everybody. But, like, he is, like, a dude who will give his fucking right arm for you, especially his woman. Except for Gary's dad. Yeah. Gary's, I don't mean to interrupt you, but Gary, no. you know what I'm saying? It didn't fuck up everybody. No. He said, look, his yeah. pops get off a horse and jump right back on a new one. <laughs> hey, little mama, you need to get yeah. over and cook these grits and these eggs. And yeah, I'm going to pay this yeah. rent. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, Gary said last week that his dad, I think it's, he on his fourth marriage. But his his fourth wife, I met her, and, like, she is amazing. Like, Gary's dad is amazing, too, man. Like, they, they I'm glad that he found that. I think he said they've been together 10 years now. And I think the thing about it is, even with marriage, bro, you got to – if it doesn't work, and, and I, I'm preaching to myself, if it doesn't work, you got to be willing to try it again. Yeah, you that, know, and that's the world we live in. That's the fucking hard part, bro. You fell like, off a bike before, right? Yeah. 
But you I got didn't. I'm saying. Oh, you was just cold with it from the Hell jump. Yeah. First time they put you on the bike, you just took off. Hell yeah. Jump had training wheels. Yeah, I was about to say. You had, I was about to say he had to have fucking training wheels. <laughs> I you never say, said he yeah, didn't yeah, have to have training wheels. <laughs> that motherfucker had training wheels. I did not fall. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing, bro. Well, you learn to walk, and if you learn to walk, you may not have. Remember, Dude, I've done so much in the failed. last twenty-five years. I don't remember. If you know I, I, mean? I don't, remember, don't remember what I had walk. for lunch like last week, much yeah. less. But you learn to get back up on them two feet. Like if you didn't, you wouldn't be here with us. You'd be. I'm gonna assume. On. That, that you yeah, learned to walk. Fell. You're just going to assume that you yeah, have that. Let's like, get his mom I mean, on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Let's I get his mom on the phone. Know, I, I don't How did he learn to walk? Did you do drop him out? Do you remember when you were walking? Now. I don't Fruity remember Pebbles, walking. You said, do you remember when you was walking? But do you remember? No, no, no. Like, I don't remember walking. I just know that I had to fall to learn to walk. Well, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Nah, I definitely don't remember. I'll tell you that much now. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't remember shit. You fall, you have to learn to pick yourself up. We all learned that lesson at some point. Unless you had one of them cuckoo bean mamas that every time you tripped and fell, ran over, oh my baby, in which entails, which means that you're probably pretty you fucked up. You need kid. to grow the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably 35 living in a, sleeping in a twin bed. Right now in the studio, this shit is kind of graphic, and I'm not gonna fucking lie. It's 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 fucking hard to watch. And Brian brought it up, and it's a movie called Goodbye Uncle Tom. He said it was banned in Texas. What the no, fuck? No, it was banned in the United States. It, it, it aired originally in 1971 by. Uh, oh my god, bro! He, I'm saying it's very very look look look, bro. They're force feeding this man right now. The reason I brought this movie up, y'all, is because not too many people have even heard of it at all. Like, you've heard Roots, you've watched all these other movies about African, American, yeah. American-made movies about slavery, right? Damn. And you think you know what's going on because you're like, I seen what they did to Kunta, fuck what Kunta, fuck Kunta's foot, okay? Yeah, he didn't that go shit. shit compared to what I'm looking at. And this is only one, this is the first two or three minutes of it, and all they're doing is showing what's happening on the ship. So basically, you gotta turn this shit off for me because I fuck around and wanna go out here and do some shit. Watching this goodbye, Uncle Tom, and I, I agree with with um, Brian. It's something that we definitely need to watch. If you could, it, it's it's basically showing on the slave ship, and it's basically showing on that slave ship with them bringing the Africans over. One guy was sick, and he was he had diarrhea for the most part, just to to make it basic, and basically shitting on yourself. And they had other slaves that they had basically given a job. Nighttime scene. Yeah, they basically had a slave where they had given him a job and. They had created a butt plug to plug up the black man's butt so he wouldn't shit all over himself and get other people sick or whatever like that. And like we talked about earlier about the black woman and white men, they have a scene now showing where it's a white guy, like a slave owner on it's the ship. Actually, in this scene, there's actually like five or ten maybe white men sleeping in the house for the night or whatever, yeah. like, you know, however they do, they congregate. Yeah. So what they did was pull out different slave women for each of the men. And what we're looking at right now is a scene where he says, she don't work. She don't work. She's not moist because she's not attracted to, to this, this man. fucking. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, they call Mammy. Big. This is Mammy right here. Yeah. They call Mammy to come get it right, and they tell him to bring him another one. 
Let me see, y'all. Look, I don't want to play too much sound. I'm saying this. I've seen this multiple times. I have yet to show yeah. my son. How the hell did you watch this? I, bro, I mean, it's things that we need to know as black yeah. people because a lot of black people don't know where the fuck they came from. A lot of black people don't know what black women went through, which is one of those things. When I look at fucking black women, I see the the beauty. I see, yes. I see why I should fucking respect them because black men, yes, we went through a lot of shit. Bro. Mammy is now telling her how fucked up she is by not pleasing him and making him happy. This ninety-year-old white dude, and she's just a woman. It's like what? Sleep with him? Look, y'all, hold on. Look. You can play it. You can play the clip. A little bit of sound, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Who? This is what's wrong. Did you or did you not send me this fraud? Why, master? How come you talk like that, master? I don't fraud nobody, master. Fucking that house, Ellen, master. She a beautiful This is Mammy. You listen, you stupid black bitch. At 60, I don't give a damn for her beauty. You sent me a virgin. Get rid of her. She's being tossed out because she's a virgin, something that should be applauded at her age. You yeah. can tell she's 15, 16 years old. She shouldn't even be having sex, if that all. Got no shame, slut, and she's a virgin. virgin. Or can't he make it with you? Answer me, bitch. You still virgin? Yes or no? (laughs) And she beating up on him because she a virgin because she wanted to keep herself. Does you want me, master? What's that child want you? So she sent her back in there the right way. Hey, y'all, we're going to stop this right now. Um, I think you definitely should. I think you definitely should watch it. You got to. Uh, get prayed up, probably get liquored up. Yes, it's and, on YouTube. And lock your fucking door. Look, y'all, I just want y'all to know that what we have covered on this movie is not even one hundredth of no, what you're going to see. It's going to cover black religion. It's going to cover the churches. It's going to cover how we pray and the gods that we pray to. Yeah. It's going to cover shipping and handling. It's going to cover breeding. It is going breeding like, and, and then I'm gonna share my insight on breeding. Me and my family members, the men in my family. We fall right into the breeding category. But you got to look at that, too, to talk about the breeding. You know, you have a lot of this is how we're set up as black people to be against each other. Think about it. Let's just say a motherfucker like me or or Gary, somebody who's bulky and and fast and whatever else. Back in the slavery days, they used to make us fucking sleep with a whole shitload of women. Why? To breed more motherfucking guys or men like us. They took the buck. And shipped them around to multiple plantations to fuck multiple women to create more motherfuckers like us. So now you have dudes, you don't understand that this shit is in your DNA. It's it's a complex that white America or those slaves back in the day have put in you to where now you go out and you have these guys now. They don't know why they're doing it. But they fucking all these girls. They creating all these fucking babies because you know why? Sometimes not just saying that this is an excuse, but for some people. Church. It, it, it's one of those things that it's put inside of you because you, you don't know why you're doing it. You don't know why you don't have a, an attachment of love to women because you're going around sleeping with all these women, creating all these babies. But this is some shit that was inbred into you to do back in the day by breeding more like you. Again, well, not an excuse. Not an excuse, but you have to. You, you have, have to know to your take, fucking history. You need to look. Your generational curses are the hardest thing to break. Yeah. And Willie Lynch was the first person to expose that. So as it pertains to. These things that they put into out to, that's why you don't care about your families, young men. Some of you guys just don't give a flat yeah, out yeah, fuck. Yeah. And and it's not all of your fault. You have to at some point take responsibility and for educate loving your yourself. Family. Yes, but at the same time, if you don't know why you don't love them, you, you should probably look into yeah. why. And the clip he's showing right now, where we're just looking at it, is basically how Christianity came about. 
not to be funny, black folks, fucking Christianity is not our fucking religion. It's not. It's you see not our around fuck- looking like fucking crazy. Yeah, looking crazy because right that's the shit that white folks used to do. That ain't fucking no, our religion. The thing is, no, look at what they used to do. They go and take their sacraments. In and communion look, and shit. In communion, but they put us in a room. They give us fucking corn cob and tell us, oh, my God, look. And then they put us in this fucking room with a couple sticks up and say, now love Christ. They just took the holy sacrament and all they passing around in this room is a fucking corn of cob that everybody is taking their time biting on. Every fucking and they body eat is biting because they're hungry, bro. Hungry as fuck. They're not eating it for Jesus. They're not eating it because they know what's going on right now. They're fucking hungry, people. So you create a, 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 a uh, what is the word I'm looking for? A shared corn cob. I'm not, I don't know the word you're looking yeah. for, but uh, do you know how nasty They be basically creating a culture. Yeah. And these slaves are creating a culture in order to eat, in order to do... And get the things that they want. They're praising the God that white people want them to praise. They're doing the things that white people want them to do. So this goes out to people like my mother and other people. And I know my mom be like, don't say nothing. You got to. I'm not saying God doesn't exist and all of that shit. But know about where the fuck this shit come from. They in church with their titties out and everything. Right you know now, what I'm saying? Turning back. Flips. Like we ain't the ones who created. We didn't. Black folks didn't praise no fucking white God or no Christianity. Like this is the shit that they implemented for us to what? To keep us in line, to domesticate us, to make us be and look and do the things that they wanted us to fucking do. And it has carried over to now to we're preaching this shit. And, you know, the funny thing, the contradictory part of it is we'll preach about uh, uh, about God. Where are the flies, or the, the, the fucking fans and shit with black Jesus on there? We want to talk about a possible black Jesus, but we still at churches. We still passing out He's, fans with fucking white Jesus on from it. the Middle East. But he was a white man, right? Look, me and my... And that don't mean he black, that don't mean he Hispanic, but he fucking sure ain't white. Me and my brothers tease my uncles and aunties all the time because when it come down to it, we'll say, praise white Jesus. And my auntie look at us like, you know, that's not funny. And we look at it, no, we're serious. Praise white Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Dead fucking serious. serious. Praise white Jesus. Because I don't know who the black man was, and I don't think his name was Jesus. Yeah. It sounds like a Spanish guy to me. If his name was Jesus, ain't that Jesus? Jesus, Jesus. yeah. So I'm saying, like, so you think there's a white man from the Middle East name jesus but he's white hey if that's what you believe do me a favor log on to www.killyourself.com and do as it tells you to do from there <laughs> yeah bro you just can't believe all of this shit man and like i said man i believe in god and i believe in our power yeah. i think we don't you know plenty of people probably like they being serious and sound like npr you know what sometimes you need this shit i mean it's good to have fun and laugh on the podcast and shit and we've been doing that for weeks but like uncle tom I guess because I know where I come from and I read books and shit, I'd rather fucking read than watch that shit, bro. Yeah, and it was shot in present day Haiti, 1971. The reason that makes this important is because most of you guys think that. Oh, so the movie was created in 1971. 1971. But you know the fucking hard present part, I think. Haiti. But think about it. This is the hard part I think about when I think about movies. So this movie was created in 1971. I'm telling you right motherfucking now. If this movie was created now and they asked me to be a part in it, ain't no fucking way I'm going to even play the role of motherfucking shoving shit down my throat point. up my ass. That's the point where I'm I applaud you. the people who did it's it because it's not a, a role. No, 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 no. That's what I'm He's telling you. He's saying this is the real deal. That Look, there are parts they, There are parts where they acted out where you see the people at the dinner table have acting it out. Yeah. But where you see the more graphic content, yeah. this is where things start to turn to reality. Because this was night. They, I know they dressed differently. Yeah. And then they, you see, like they have on some of those early, eight, those late eighteen hundred clothes yeah. and stuff. This was nineteen seventy one. 
They just wanted to, the, the person who shot this movie just, he was a white man, by the way. Yeah. He just wanted to show you that it was still very much happening right there in 1971 in Haiti. Somewhere, Haiti has it bad right now. Oh, yeah, they do. I'm saying, y'all know it's ugly over there right yeah. now. So I'm saying, just imagine in 1971 with no news. Like, we don't have social media and no, all this we other didn't. stuff. We just barely had TV to that's look into. That's very true, it. bro. It's a lot of shit that was going on that we didn't know. It's just like people talk about all these killings of black people that's been going on for years. But we just didn't know. Now we have social media. We see the mistreatment of Hispanics. We see the mistreatment of, of blacks. And we see the lack thereof in, in particular communities. I, I didn't know that, bro. I can't watch this shit. Like, I haven't even watched 12 Years a Slave. Me, I'm not racist at all, motherfucker. But I tell you what, when I watch shit like that, I can't fucking speak to white folks at least for 30 days. No, look, I'm not going to lie say, to you. They say 30 days, everything yeah. becomes a habit. Yeah, yeah. look, no, I... I'll be I, slapping motherfuckers for 30 days, and that'll be a habit <laughs> for the rest of my fucking Slap. life. Bitch, get on. Like, you see these it's knuckles, so? It's done. <laughs> hey, but no, but real shit, the first time I saw it, y'all, I was going through an awakening of my spirit. So it's not for everyone. Yeah. And and, and, and it's not for the people that are still... A, like, if you have a heart full of hate, then don't go watch this yeah, movie Yeah, you right definitely now. don't need okay, to. Okay, I want y'all to know that, like, this is for the conscious people, the people that can open up their spirits and just think about it. You know those just, people that are full of hate are about to go watch this, right? Just yeah, said I'm that. saying, because y'all going to go say you're going to find a reason to hate something yeah. else. If you're a hater, then you was a hater. You was, you're a hater. But you can find an appreciation in this thing in, in the same way. Like, I, if I really made myself sit down and watch this, I could watch this and I could be like, bet. I mean, not to be funny, like, I feel a certain way right now. But after this show, I got a homeboy that's here from Boston by way of San Diego, or from San Diego by way of Boston, Italian guy with a bunch of white people I'm about to hang out with cool as fuck because yeah. I already know every white person is like, like that. The only thing that I wish, the only thing I really really wish, I wish what we're doing right now everybody could really know about it. I wish yeah. that's the thing about it. White people really don't want to know about the historical content of what their ancestors did. Yeah. If they did, they would have a better understanding of, you know what, black people are not bad. Black people are not this, this, and this, and that. But they but, need to be helped but to they fix need themselves. To be helped to fix themselves. Not only do they need, we need to be helped, they need to be helped. To understand to how understand they what they did, up. yeah, and yeah. and not to be funny, to understand themselves. A lot of shit. I mean, just like we sit up here and talk about the buck and how we and how it correlates with us today, it's shit that they feel white privilege and all that shit. It's a DNA. It's something that's passed down. It's a correlation of shit that has happened. And until we understand where we come from and where the origination of it is, ain't shit gonna change, bro. I literally could look at this shit all day and, and be like, all right, I get it. So with that being said, man, to get off that shit, you know, yeah. people who listen to the podcast, people who listen to now, people who are going to be listening on Tuesday when it comes out. I want to talk about well, after all that, what do you miss about for me, like black neighborhoods, not even just black neighborhoods, just growing up. Like when I think about black neighborhoods, when I think about neighborhoods, period. I used to love going next door to my homeboy house, Teddy Williams and Jason Hamilton and all of them, and, like, go shoot basketball, play Nintendo, play football. Like, you don't see that shit no more. Like, I miss – you always had that corner store that everybody fucking went to. That my daddy never let me go to. First time he heard that I was in the corner store he told me not to go to, he beat my ass for six blocks all the way back to the house. What was going on at that fucking corner store? Honestly, they went down for dope a few years. Like, uh, I want to yeah. say somewhere around 1990, maybe 95 or yeah. so, like, I heard that they Did kicked you? that dough in and shut that shut them down for shut drugs. Up, yeah. But shit, all I remember is my partners. Like, yeah. I used to go up there and they used to give me the free penny candy. Yeah. And this, this was back, that's how long ago it was, y'all. Y'all don't even know what the fuck penny candy is. It yes. was like a nickel for me. Look, I'm saying it was a nickel yeah, for you. Penny, yeah, penny. I could really walk in there with 10 cents and penny leave back with be 10 slavery pieces days. of candy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could win from yeah. penny candy. Y'all yeah. paying a nickel and a dime for what we call penny candy these yeah. days, right? So, I'm saying, I go in there, he give me some penny candy, he tell me go get me a honey bun, and only thing... I used thing, to fuck up a honey bun. Like a motherfucker, You still right? do. I haven't eaten them in a while, though. I mean, I ain't gonna but lie. If, I, if you if we put one if you put one right now, I'm eat that I bitch, and it gotta be jumbo size. I know, bro. I fuck with the honey buns. Bro. It cannot I be. Do a, I don't fuck with no small <laughs> size. It gotta I, be a jumbo size honey bun. If you I'm sound like a, hey, 
Hey, <laughs> I was gonna say you sound like a woman, right? <laughs> like, I need my jumbo size hoodie, boy. Yeah. Nigga. I don't, you know, say small cocks matter. <laughs> but say no, but check me out though. But no, real shit. I, I'm gonna tell you, like, I miss Mrs. Bear's original honey bun. Yeah, the that one, shit was. I don't they know used to have a. They when I lived ice. in Euless, bro. The, yes, I used to live in Euless, and they used to have a Mrs. Baird's. You know how they have like fucking uh, UPS stores? You can yes. go in and get anything, postal stamps. I, they used to have a fucking Miss Baird stores like that, nigga. You could go in and get the glazed honey buns, all of that shit. Motherfuckers probably like these niggas talking about honey buns. Like you ever go into a Mrs. Baird bread store, you could get any fucking thing you want. Yeah. I have become a fucking fat person if that shit was still around the corner for me. No, bro, I got sick before, boys. My auntie used to, every time it's Friday nights, she give me money to say go to the concession stand, get what you need to eat while we're here. Nigga, I buy like three honey buns, two packs of Skittles, and be throwing up fucking <laughs> rank, throwing up fucking you gotta rainbows get your, and shit. You gotta get you gotta get your chili dog <laughs> or some, oh, uh, some chili cheese Look, Fritos. And then, man. and then we get home and I'll be like, I'm hungry. She looking at me like, I just get, and I'll be like. Yeah, Christian had a little get together last week, bro. That motherfucker had some of the best fucking chili I ever seen. Gary made him an old school Frito pie. That shit was amazing. Said, I, I'm saying I love good chili though, so I'll be like, I don't know where on. I don't know where Christian got that fucking chili he from, it. but it was on. He bought it. Yeah, he, he bought it, it and he made his. I think his dad made it, bro. Okay. Oh. That fucking shit was amazing. I thought he bought the chili made. Hey, so. I wanted to give a shout out too, man. Before we before we do that, I want to give a shout out to my mom, and I want to give a shout out to Artesia. Last week they put together like a. First of all, Artesia was like, "Hey, we're gonna go to this uh this networking event." You know, so I didn't got a shout out Artesia. I done put down, I done put on a button down, some nice jeans, some dress shoes, got me a blazer like when that black mm-hmm. blazer like you had on. Had a blazer, had a little handkerchief, had a little lapel. Like, all right, bet. Got me some glasses from Warby Park. I'm thinking I'm fresh. She's like, let's go to fucking, let's go to Papa Do's. Where the fuck would I go to Papa Do's dressed like this? Let's just go to Papa Do's. You know, we're going to get a drink or whatever before we go to the network event. I was like, all right, bet. Get over to the network event. When I first pull up, you know, shout out to Jessica Henderson, our new uh, producer of the show who helped put the show together today. Um, I saw Jessica walking up. What the fuck are you doing here, Jessica? Way over here in fucking Dallas. Oh, I just come over here to get a drink We after church. We go to fucking church together. Why the fuck you are you? tell me the fuck about yeah, that. Why, why, why the fuck are you way over here? So then she walks on in, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Jessica's here. So then I, we get into Papa Do's, and I see, like, other people I know. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, Gary's there. Monica's there. Uh, my my childhood friend Nikki Weaver is there, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Then I see my mom, and I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going on? So they got a private room reserved. I'm we not a drug in. addict. This ain't intervention. Yeah, ain't, yeah you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so I walk in, you know, and my mom and them there. And basically, what they did, and I really appreciate it. They basically set aside a time, a Sunday, uh, to to celebrate me and you guys too. Like for the reality is the because one year yeah, one year anniversary right? of the reality is, and I appreciate that because. Without David, uh, David Salinas, you know, a, a guy that, you know, we've been in school for a couple years together, and he graduated, as I said at the beginning of the show, kind of helped me with some things, giving me some insight, giving me a diverse uh, look at things. Brian helping out, like I tell you guys all the time, with the audio uh, engineering and helping put the show together, helping with uh, de- uh, new content, helping with the new logo that will be coming to you guys real soon. I mean, uh, it's hot, too. You know what I'm saying? So I'm giving you guys some a little hum, pen, a little homage to you guys because I did it last week for everybody was there. But I want to personally thank my mom, Romain. Roberts, I want to thank Artesia Swindle. Uh, who else was there? Gary, Monica Green, which is uh, Gary's wife. Uh, I'm trying to think about the people who was there. Brandon, uh, thank you for Brandon and Brandon. 
Um, thank you for sounds like a law firm. Yeah, my brother. Yeah, I know Brandon and Brandon LLC. Yeah. <laughs> y'all niggas may need to label that for y'all uh, yeah, catering yeah, company yeah, too. Yeah. I know y'all uh, trying to do welcome. something. You're welcome. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. Thank <laughs> Brandon and Brandon <laughs> trademark. Yeah, yeah, get that Brandon. That is a good one too. Um, I want to thank my brother Jermaine, uh, Jessica Henderson, as I stated, Nikki Weaver, uh, my nieces and I came out. Little Layla, um, uh, what's my aunt and my uncle, who? Oh yeah, Ronnie and Kim. I want to thank you. Nah, he hey, didn't. Can I, I say something? Yeah. I want to apologize for our teacher because we got our signals crossed somewhere. Because I honestly, <laughs> completely thought this was something else. You know what I'm saying? And I wished I would have been there. You know what I'm saying? Like I would have hands down had I have not gotten myself confused and I would have been nah, there. It's all good, you know what bro. I'm saying? No, but but she knows. Like you got to do over, man. We like I yeah. said, my birthday uh, October 22nd, but we're gonna do something October 17th at uh, Oak Cliff oh, yeah. Social Club. No, because so. she definitely was like, hey, man. This is a secret. Don't tell him. And I know. Yeah. And so when you tell him, I was like, what the fuck did I miss? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck? Like, I got the invitation and everything. I was like, but no, I talked to her. And she was like, no, it's October. We was talking about something else. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. I fucked up. Okay. <laughs> and I just realized I fucked up. Nat and Anthony is handing out thank yous and shit. I'm like, nigga, I, was, I, I wasn't there, was I? Oh, okay. okay. Nah, but man, I just want to thank everybody, you know, for even, for even being thoughtful enough to say, you know what, hey. Let me do something. Let me let me let me do something to to show appreciation. Let me do something to to, to show that we appreciate what he's doing. And, and like I said, I had no idea. I'm thinking I'm going to a networking event, and, and I had a great time. Man, it, it feels good to be appreciated. I'm not a person who really likes to to have like the attention on me. You know, Ooh, I like it's terrible. Yeah, I hate I hate, I hate having attention on me. No, but bro, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna say from us, thank you. No, nah, because good. with us, we. You're the centerpiece to what we're trying to do here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. it took your drive and your ingenuity to say, guess what? I'm going to put this thing together mm -hmm. because I know it's right. And you keep inviting people in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Say, so, hey, we have another role that can be filled. Can you fill that role? Yeah. You know? And it's people that say, yes, I would love to. Yeah. And that's what makes us here at The Reality Is Elite versus yeah. you other fuck niggas. Just <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, but really, though, he said last week, like, bro, we would have podcast 30 this week now. Yeah, yeah, it's 30, 30 this week. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Look, y'all, think about it. It's 52 weeks in the year. We took some time off, get some things right, you know what I'm saying, get some things in order. But Anthony stepped out on faith. You know what I'm saying? And I try to encourage everybody that I'm, I'm, that I, I, that I'm around on, on the college campus when mm -hmm. they tell me that they're talented. The first thing I tell them is don't fuck that job right now. I'm not yeah. telling you not to go get a job and make yeah. your income because you need it. Yeah. But believe in you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Keep, pick up your consistency and your drive and put your put your efforts behind a product that you believe in yeah. within yourself. And if it is yourself, go hard. Yeah. Because who knows? Look, I promise you. I promise you. Two years from the day that you start, if you show the consistency, you will see. Oh yeah, what, you will see it pay off. Yeah. that's all I can say. And we like, took the I summer off, man. I, I know we got about three or four more minutes, but we took the summer off to make sh to make sure that this thing had growth. And I would say, right now, I think, and it's not a lot. You know, I, I don't really do. I don't think any of us do shit for like actual numbers. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Or or for notoriety. But like, I know when we started during the summer, we had like five followers on. I think so. Like on uh -huh. social media, on Instagram. Now it's like two fifty, two fifty one. I think we had like 12 on like Twitter. Now we have like 150 something. So you're watching. Yeah. It. And then I know here at Fishbowl, we have about 5,000 to listen per week, which puts us at roughly about 30,000 a month. Then we have about, uh, on average, I think right now, about 15,000 listens and views on uh, SoundCloud. So, like I said, and, we, and this is less than a year. 
the year that we just celebrated was for me starting at UTA and then branching out in January to come here. I mean, well, branching out in March to come here. So it, it's 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 I mean, you know, it's, it's just about being consistent. And, and for me, I really appreciate everybody because the thing about it is, I ain't paying nobody nothing. That's the beauty. That's the other thing I'm that nobody says. Yeah, this I can't afford money for us. Yeah, y'all. I can't it's even fucking afford the people. I can't. Af- I can't pay Brian for what he does. I can't pay Artesia for what she does. I can't pay David to 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 not be doing. The reality is, it's a production of Fishbowl Radio Network and Roberts Media Group. My team includes Artesia Swindle, Christian Evans, Gary Green, Brian Fuller, Jessica Henderson, and Gabrielle Johnson. I'm on Twitter at Sir Robert Poe. That's S I R R O B E R T P O E. The show is at The Reality Is. That's T H A, The Reality Is. And if you like The Reality Is, subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a rating or a review. And you can also email us for any show topics or any messages that you want to leave, voice recordings or anything at info at therealityis.com. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.